Hey, what's up? My name is Gemini. Oh, this is Zach. Hey, what's up? This is Tyler. This is the No Structure Podcast. What do you guys think about the new albums that came out recently? Well, just came out. Uh, X. I didn't. I heard a single from X on the radio, the new one um, uh, with Sway Lee. I think he's on it. Oh, Wait. it's like the tropical one. When you when you say X, Tentacion? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I haven't heard that. I haven't listened to it. Or I listened to the Kanye single. song, and that was. Just I saw the tracklist, but I, I haven't actually got a chance to listen to it yet. I actually listened to a lot of music lately. Yeah, Kanye was the only feature. Um, and the Kanye song was weird to me. I just wanted to send what or hear what those two on the song would sound like. Yeah, it was um, it was weird to hear that they did a song together because I know that Kanye. I think he had tweeted like, "Hey, I never got a chance to meet you." Yeah. So it's like I'm well, guessing it's with, one of those things where it was recorded and the family must have reached out. Well, to same him. with Wayne. Yeah, because Wayne had X on his album and he says that he's never met him either. But then I thought it was also weird that Wayne was at like his memorial thing. He, like, gave a speech, and, like, I don't know. It's just all this stuff. That's, yeah, that, that, I mean, it, it, when I hear stuff like that, it automatically doesn't feel, it's not going to feel genuine or, or organic music. You know what I'm saying? I'm already like coming in biased. Yeah, you know, I'm coming in biased with it, and it does feel like it's an opportunity, like, oh, this guy, you know. Um, His wave is big right now. Let me it is, on. yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. And it seems like Kanye's been pumping X a lot lately. Like, I've seen him in an X shirt, and he's just, really? like... Yeah, and it's like before. Did you see anything like no, that when he was alive? I never saw. I mean, it maybe it takes people like death for people to appreciate some of these stuff more. But oh yeah, oh, that's a given. Yeah, maybe maybe Kanye did have ties to him though before he died. Yeah, we don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. What pops out? Yeah. What do you guys think about Meek's album? That's uh, a very I thought it was great. Hot topic. I, uh, I thought that. There was a lot of features on it, but with him not putting out music for what was it, like a year and a half, I thought that that was cool. Um, the only thing I didn't like about this album is everybody's talking about how it's a comeback, but I thought his last album was great, Wins and Losses, mm-hmm. and then DC4 was great, so I don't yeah. know why people are calling this a comeback. I think they just called it a comeback because he went to jail, but... I mean, I he his story is pretty crazy. Yeah, it Like is. to come up, come down, like when it came to the Drake beef. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then to... Kind of bounce back from it, and then to drop down again and go to jail, yeah. and then to get out of jail and come right back from that shit. You right. know what I mean? Like that is, that's a roller coaster. Yeah. Man. It seemed like he was catching momentum around wins and losses again, and then they sent him back to jail, and his momentum went back. I'm like, it seemed like he was just coming out of the Drake fog, mm-hmm. like put out a couple big the Mickey hits. Fo- or Nikki, Mickey. The, yes. <laughs> the Mickey fog. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like the the jail thing really. I feel like that almost helped his brand a lot. I feel like that put a lot more people behind him. 100%. Like, you know, because there's a lot of people who were, you know, he's taking L's and this and that. But then when you get in a situation like that, you got to, like, root for a guy like that. Right, yeah, because it's bigger than music at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you're fighting a system at that point. So and at that point, too, I, I don't want to hear Drake talk about that stuff. Like, I'd rather hear that kind of stuff from Meek. So, like, people getting behind him now after all the Drake stuff is nice to see, I think. Um, Drake and Meek, um, I didn't love the back-to-back reference. I, I didn't need to hear that, you know. It's like, what, what do you think of? Did you hear his freestyle on? Was it? Uh, uh, Flex? Yeah, he back and he freestyled to it. I didn't like that either. I feel like really? that. Just leave that alone, man. You know, it's like Interesting. we know the history. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear Jay get on ether. You know, That's you know what happened true. to you. It's, yeah. it, it, to me, it's almost equivalent to like you got a boy, you know, and he 
like uh, like stole your girl or something. Yeah. And you, like you joke about oh, this guy stole my girl. Like it's uncomfortable right. for all of us in the room. You know. I something about Drake on Meek's album that I didn't really like is in Flex's interview with Meek. Meek said that the beef that was squashed is a real squash beef. Right. Yeah. Drake had to do his part. Like it's not like we're just friends. Will right. Really, you know so it mean? took a while for them exactly. to come to that point. <laughs> I know I'm speaking from a position that I don't really know too well, but it seems like Drake had this plan all along to capitalize on this situation. All along, as in, like, when do you think this, like, he thought about this? Or you know, I don't, plan? I don't know. I don't know how often they talk. You yeah. I mean? It just seems like, like, Drake is an opportunist. Yeah. I can't I be mad at him because he does it very well. Mm -hmm. Right. But as soon as, for Drake to miss an opportunity to be on Meek's album, Coming out of jail, coming out of everything that's been going on right now. Uh, okay, yeah. I couldn't imagine him not being on here. Right. Period. So when everybody's like, "Oh, uh, Drake's gonna have a feature on Meek's album," I'm not surprised. Yeah. Why? Why would that be surprising? <laughs> but I think one interesting note about that too is that that I guess he got that song the day of the album being sent in. So like that was very last minute. Okay. Was was so I think that the people. Since they, so many people were expecting it, I don't think that they were planning on doing that reunion on that album. I think they were planning it for later, and then. Who do you guys think so, benefited more from that the Drake feature? Uh, Meek for sure. Meek, Meek definitely benefited more, but Drake is definitely relevant. Yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah it still gives him. It didn't have the same effect that it had for Travis. Like that Travis, you knew once you heard that song it was an instant snap. <laughs> yeah. He was out of here. But this yeah. song, not one of I think Drake's strongest features this year. I agree. I, well, I like it. It's just not. I don't. I don't want him and Meek on that type of beat. I want them to both be rapping hard on something. I don't want the party stuff anymore. Yeah. We had Amen already. We had uh, what was the other Rico? Record? Rico. Yeah, I loved Rico, but yeah. I want them to rap at like a faster tempo, and I want them to rap like some hard shit. I don't want it to be party records. This was definitely a strong third for me for their like records together this felt like a man let's just do it for the people like not yeah. even like we want to do this together but let's just give this you know what i mean it just i didn't even right. like the hook on it yeah i, I, yeah, I don't really bump weird. it I, I don't really bump it, it felt weirdly anymore. structured like the song and i didn't like the how every other bar drake was rapping had said so he was talking about dog or <laughs> yeah. i was like oh, i don't know i can do without yeah. this yeah yeah i know i sound like a drake hater it's probably going to be a common thing <laughs> yeah. but i think the reason why i actually had this conversation a couple days ago the reason why I don't think I like Drake, I like Drake's music. Mm -hmm. I love his music. But as soon as I see him perform, it takes me out of it. Why is that? I can't believe him. Like, he's not He kind of touched on it last week. Like, you think, like, some of the, he's just not being real, right? Like, like the, the faces he's making. And all like, his faces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I do think he over-dramatizes things a lot. Yeah. Like, with his motions and stuff. But seeing him in concert when you're in that environment, as opposed to seeing it on video... I think it's it's a it's like a show like it's literally like a, a play like they're acting out their music so when he's being dramatic in the sense of being there and like seeing the show live it feels more authentic but then when I see it on videos and stuff like even when it's not just him it's like rappers when they embrace each other on stage mm -hmm. it's almost like they don't even know each other really <laughs> yeah. like they act like they're brothers on stage but I don't know it just you can tell when the chemistry or like it just feels forced yeah, yeah. and uh, you know in that Everyone knows his uh, background is in acting, you know, oh, yeah. so it wouldn't, yeah. that's not a stretch to believe that. I think that's something that really pushes my thought, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're an actor. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Like, there is a point, though, that once you're around a scene, it does become you. Yeah, you know what I mean? so for sure, yeah. I'm not testing him, you know what I mean? Right. Like, 
I, that's not my goal of this. It's just looking from the beginning and then watching them go up. That wasn't you, in my opinion, that wasn't you from the jump. Like, you're kind of yeah. morphing into this because of who you're around often. I thought about that the other day, too. I was looking at, somebody had put a picture of him from, like, 2008 to now. Like, he used to be this clean-shaven, like, <laughs> turtleneck-wearing, like, <laughs> now, like, no jewelry. Now he's got a bunch of chains. He's got a big beard. He's got yeah. the shape. So, I mean, it, I think it does just, uh, it's by who he keeps around him, too. Like, yeah. he likes hanging out with the super thug rapper. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he likes embracing those new guys. Like, he just, he's been talking to that blue face kid. Have you guys heard of this guy? He, I know that guy. He, he's working with him? Yeah, I saw that they might have a song coming out together. Wow. Or, like, they reached out. But that I thought his music is trash. That's what I'm, that's why I'm tripping about it. He gets hella views, yeah. but the music is just not, I'm listening to it like, yeah, this isn't. But I think Drake is good at that. He's good at finding a wave and capitalizing on the wave, kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. can't stand that shit. <laughs> but you do it well, so yeah. what could I say? You know what I mean? How do you guys feel about the um, the J feature? Oh, yeah, you said that you had uh, what you thought was going to be an unpopular opinion on this, right? Um, I guess it's not necessarily unpopular opinion. It's just something that I kind of didn't really like. So when I started seeing reviews of Meek's album, I didn't like that Jay's feature was the theme mm. of why it was so good. Yeah. This album was great. <laughs> Jay's feature is great. But the album isn't about Jay. <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I get what you mean. And I think that's why they hid the Drake feature for so long. Because when he was on his press run, they kept constantly asking him about him and Drake piecing it up, which obviously is going to happen. <laughs> but the next thing is, oh, well, you guys are going to have music together. So if you tell them, oh, yeah, I have a feature with Drake or I have a feature with Jay-Z on my album that's going to dominate the headlines for the next mm-hmm. four days. And they're going to continue asking that stuff rather than asking about your album in prison reform. Yeah. yeah. And um, one of the reasons I wanted to bring that question up was because um, I did notice that theme as well. And since 444, I'm noticing like this trend with, and maybe he's been doing it longer, but he's like giving out game advice. Mm-hmm. And I want to get you guys' opinion. Is he, is he giving that to, like, everyday people, or is that... Like, I I feel like a lot of advice he gives is, like, for rich people. Like, he talks about, like, I bought some artwork for $2 million, now it's worth $8 million, or you know, along those lines. I don't know the exact numbers, but... Yeah. And even in this song with uh, with Meek, and, he, like, the, some of the stuff he talks about he, he's bought or he's purchasing, it's like... Is that, like, for everyday people to, like... That's, that's, a, that's it, a good question. It sounds like it's out of our, you know... Yeah, it does sound like it's definitely out of our league. Yeah. Because we're not, we don't have $8 million of art on our wall. Yeah. I get that. I get that. But I think the principle and the concept, it, it makes sense where it's, you need good credit. Yeah. Or you you're not going to get freedom. Far. You need financial. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you could do something that, that works for you and you can get paid for it. Yeah. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, I get the concepts. More of the so principle Joker, of what he's uh, getting at. I get that. And Batman Joker said something like that. He said, uh, what, uh, whatever you're good at, you never do for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I yeah. agree with that. Shit, Andre said that in the song too. Well, similar. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have one, a conversation one day about some of the, the gems Andre's dropped on the <laughs> I just yeah, uh, again like listening to it, I'm almost like I listen to it and I know like it's a lot of like credit for it and it's I mean I think it's great that you're giving out that kind of, but for me it's like damn it, what can like do you expect us to be in like your league or like we you I feel like you almost need to be at a certain place to even start. Doing that kind of stuff. I but it, I think he was, and I think I'm going to mention this in the in our group chat, but I think he was talking to somebody that wasn't necessarily us. I think he was talking to Trump, to be honest with you. Like all of that in that verse sounded like he was taking shots at Trump, and he was saying, 
Like, you, you can't buy me the way you bought all these other people. Like, to me, this is free because I'm a free-thinking black man in this country. You can't buy me like you bought Kanye or Candace yes. Owens or people like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, because everybody kept, yeah, the, the red hat thing, and then everybody thought that those, those next lines were about Kanye. And I'll be the first to say that I thought they were about Kanye, too. But then... The he, Michael and Prince? The Michael and Prince was definitely about Kanye. Yeah, but the, okay. the next stuff about the spouse, the, my house big as a resort, I think that that's funny because Trump is known for his resorts. Like, that's mm-hmm. his big thing. So I don't think Jay-Z was talking to, like, rappers or anything like that. I think he was talking to just, like, people in general on a higher level. Like, I'm going to expose these people for really what they are. Yeah. I do like the new wave of the wealth, health, and prosperity talk. Yeah. I do like that because, well, maybe it's always been like that where the older generation musicians speak like that. And we were always young before this. Yeah. So, like, the the music that we listened to wasn't necessarily about that. Right. Like, if you look at the young generation, their music now. about lean and suicide and you know all that weird shit it's like going it's like they're embracing their darkness but they're like succumbing to it rather than trying to find a way out of it yeah exactly that's good put it but the uh the older people they're they're really preaching you know and kind of like what you're talking about jay-z like yeah it's in a weird way (laughs) (laughs) like you're not literally just telling us how to do it but you're i don't know you're your message still isn't necessarily negative either. It, yeah, yeah, no, not at all. I, I think that is a great way to put it, you know. And maybe I think I'm probably just looking at it too literally, you know, and not seeing like the over, overall we trying to teach is like it is what people need to hear. But it could know. definitely come off as bragging. Yeah, that's that's how it feels to me. And it's like, dog, like, you know. Yeah, but I feel like it's like you're bragging, but you can almost justify like, yeah, I got, you know, $20 million, blah, blah, blah. But I just told you how to get yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, I'm, telling you to, I'm telling you how to get it without having the government's hands in it. Yeah, yeah. And see, this is this is where I think that people say it's not a Kanye disc, but it is a Kanye disc, but it's not. It's like a big brother, like okay, Kanye's little brother, he fucked up. It's like the big brother sitting him down and telling him this is what you did wrong. <laughs> yeah. and that's what I felt the verse was because he was saying like the whole theme of the song was what's free, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye was running around for months talking about I'm a free thinking black man. Like, we need to be free of all this stuff, right? But he's, like, saying, you're running around saying all this and teaching these ideologies to people when you, in fact, aren't free. You're being controlled by the Republicans, by the Red Hat, by Trump. So you shouldn't be running around telling people that you're free. And you owe all these people money. He's, like, and then he broke down, like, how much he was making off say and all that. He's, like, I'm making this much, this much. This is what real freedom looks like. That is mm. funny, though, that you did bring up the Jay-Z kind of bragging because mm-hmm. when I first heard it and he was just talking about his percentage and stake and everything yeah. I was like what the fuck am I going to listen for <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my first thought like before I even got through the verse though I was like okay here we go yeah right. motherfuckers just going to talk about how rich he is you know what I mean like, and I heard everybody talking about the verse before I heard it same, so I was like same. This is good. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you guys are you guys are talking up his bragging. Yeah, you know I mean? and then it kind of got a little further, and you know, then I started being like, okay, I get it now. But it's like right. when you talk about your resort and all this and like stuff that I just can't relate to. It's almost like you're just getting on me. Yeah, like, exactly. right, This is what I got. Right. Like, where are you at? That's how I took it. But <laughs> see, I think Jay Z's the king of that, where he says like simple stuff to make people think like. Oh, this is just very surface level shit. But then you really have to think about it and be like, oh shit, he's really telling you that he's financially free of everything. He's not just bragging that yeah. he owns 100% of the title. Yeah. It's, it's still like a weird cop out, though. Somebody that's super rich and they're like, I'm not saying this to brag, it's motivation. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. 
Because you could have said that way different. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's <laughs> almost like, uh, what is it when somebody says, uh, don't take any offense to this or don't be offended by this, and then they say something that's offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You just tell me not to be offended or offended. But. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard that uh, kind of concept a lot, though. Um, I remember Meek Mill had talked about that before. He was like, he posts pictures of like his like Ferraris and his chains. And he said um, that it's to get like the attention of young kids. He knows that, that when they see that, that gets them to listen to him and that it's, kind of stuff. It's poor motivation for Yeah, you know, and I guess that's just knowing his audience. And it, it felt like when I heard him say, I was like, man, that's, it didn't even sound like he was bragging. Like, I've always thought of him like a bragging guy. But in that sense, yeah. I felt like he was really being truthful. Like, I do want the kid, like, this is how the kids are going to listen when they see me driving. Right. You know, these fancy cars that they love and these chains, that gets their attention. And then he gives them a message, you know. He so, definitely understands his audience well, yeah. I, think. Yeah. I think one thing though that he is doing interesting and if you I don't know how many interviews you guys have watched that he's done over the last couple of weeks but he keeps trying to separate himself from being a um, activist he keeps saying I don't want to be an activist yeah, I don't want to be an activist yep. I'm just speaking up for people that don't have a voice which I think is important because once you label him as an activist he's not allowed to fuck up anymore he's not allowed to do anything wrong he can't talk about the same things he used to rap I don't about think that's true well, like, look at Kaepernick, right? Like, that whole situation with Brittany Renner was, like, a huge situation Gosh. because of what he's doing now. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, why? So, almost, like... But you also have to understand that Kaepernick always had a clean image. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to sound weird. Yeah. But Meek, like, very publicly has been in jail. You know what I mean? Very publicly is from the hood. Like, very publicly had a rough life. Right. So, him doing shit that echoes that past isn't surprising you know right. what I mean? or it wouldn't be surprising or, and it wouldn't damage his image i don't think it would damage his image as long as he has if he's real mm-hmm. and raw i feel like that would benefit him i think so. right but i think that if he's going like if you label him an activist and then he goes on songs and he's talking about fucking bitches and stuff like that like people are going to be like okay why why is he allowed to say that but then tell well, me that what what's the definition of act like what's the What's the mold that an activist has I think, to be? I think when people think activists, they think like a goody two-shoe person that all you care about is civil rights or whatever you're being an activist for. Like, and you have to follow that narrative the entire time. I think someone has to break that. Just like back in the day, they thought rap was a suit of hip huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that shit switched real fast. You know real what I mean? fast. So, right. Someone yeah. gotta break the mold, is all I'm saying. I feel you're coming from those act like that's probably the social norm. I just feel like, he's, like, like with as far as like from uh, a perspective that's not like fans of his, like Fox News or stuff like that. If he becomes this, if we position him to be this activist and he takes that role, then Fox News puts him. And I'm not just trying to single them out; I'm just using them as an example. But then everything that Meek do, does goes under a microscope. It ends up on TMZ, like. All of a sudden, they're finding they're trying to find things to derail his arguments and or like why he's doing something. So I think that's why he's trying to separate himself from the activists. Like, hey, I'm just speaking out about these things, but I don't want you looking into my past and trying to find things used against me to take me off my platform. I think he's real enough though to have his justifications for his actions. Like he knows what he's doing. You know what right. I mean? Like especially nowadays, he's not gonna do fuck shit just to do fuck shit. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. So that's true. If anybody were to be able to break the mold of a non-traditional activist, mm-hmm. me would I, I I would put him up there. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. But do you feel like his chan- his stance has changed now since he's gotten out of prison? Like on um, being an activist, like when he got out of prison, was he saying like I don't want to? 
being activist, or is that like more relevant? Is he? I think that he always knew that he was going to be used as like the. I don't want to use the term poster child, but like he was going to be used as like the, the person to fuel this whole prison reform thing. And now I feel like prison reform has become more of a bigger issue than ever now. Yeah. It's always kind of lingered, but now it seems to be coming to the forefront more. Yeah. So I think that he always knew he was going to be used for that way, but I don't think he necessarily thought that it was going to be as big as it is now. Like, he's got Robert Kraft behind him. Like, he's got all these big-name players behind him. That's weird to me, still. That is weird. That is, yeah. I want to know his motives, man. What if he's running for president? Kraft? Yeah, because, I mean, Trump ran for president, didn't have any... Background. What if he's an interesting point? Like, what if Robert Kraft was using it to get the black vote? Like, okay, I'm gonna side with me, That's a good work with him on prison reform. And because you know, one of Hillary's biggest drawbacks was that she called black people super predators and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So maybe he's saw what she did and was like, all right, well, let me go ahead and start doing things now. So if I decide to run in 2020 or 2024, I'm already putting these things in place. But I don't know how old Robert Kraft is either. I think he's pretty pretty high up there. Or what if it's somebody Trump is really high up there? Yeah, I never. I didn't think that Trump was. He's in what the seventies. Yeah, I think he's seventy. That's crazy. But even if it's someone Robert Kraft wants to endorse though, and then yeah, you know, and you still get the meek cosign there. Yeah, so, I mean, I, that's, that's true. An interesting take. You, Donald you Trump is seventy-two. Gosh, Damn. With no grades, man. Yeah, it's because he dies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm not gonna. No, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to do all that. <laughs> I'm gonna be wrong up today. You brought up Trey Song's albums. Yes. What man. you think? All right, eleven twenty-eight. I'm gonna be real. I didn't need the twenty-eight. Didn't even need it. Eleven was yeah, cuts, man, fire. That's what I needed. Yeah. It's Which weird. one was eleven? Was that the one with a bunch of features on it? No, that was twenty-eight. Okay. That was like the and then he was, was he trying to do a. Like a more fast pace and then a slow pace album? I think so. See, okay, and then along those lines, he did an interview about that, and he specifically mentions three times this is not an album. It's not an this album? Not yeah, an album. and then the interesting point off that, too, is he just announced yesterday that he's dropping an actual album in February. He was almost, I didn't hear that. Yeah. And he was almost like offended when people kept referring to it. And I was like, whoa, who said this is an album? This is not an album. This is just songs I put together. And I'm like, dog, these are cuts right here. You're not like. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I, I, like I wish I knew. Like I, back, I remember like when we were younger, I felt like mixtapes was just like you get on someone else's beat, which he did a lot. He yeah. did the mixtapes, yeah, yeah. and like for some reason, this is just not an album. So he's making that clear. But like I said, um, Eleven was dope and reminded me of like the old like mixtape stuff that he used to make. And I don't know, it was just it was filthy to me, bro. I'm uh, actually gonna go off of the point of the old mixtape stuff. Yeah. When I listen to these albums, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a really big contemporary R&B fan like yeah. really big like that's my same. shit right I would say I'm the same. so I was really excited when Trey Songz dropped some shit and I was like damn two albums yeah. like that's what's up you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like that's what's up I listened to the first one I was like uh, it's cool listen yeah. to the second one I was like it's cool whatever now how to listen to it again and then again because I was like what, what am I missing because usually I like his shit Dude, yeah, what yeah. you're saying right now is exactly how I felt yeah, like, like, so usually, usually I like it and the reason that I wanted to go off of the point that you were just talking about, how it reminds you of his old mixtapes. Yeah. Trey Songs is what? About our age, like maybe Probably late 20s, early 30s, yeah. whatever. What it, I think he's 30, like 32. Yeah, I think he's a bit older than that. Okay. He's at a point now that I think I expect something so different from him because mm-hmm. these albums did sound like old stuff. Yeah. This is, like, this is the type of stuff that Toy Lane's capitalizes on. Like that, yeah. these albums yeah. to me. Man, like was, that, it's Tori's. This is exactly how I felt. I just couldn't put into words. This is exactly <laughs> yeah, how I like felt. It, this is Tori's 
lane high. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Trey was gotta, in it for a minute. We got to insert a rip <laughs> shot there. <laughs> he was in it on these albums. And I just, I was like, man, this is, it's time for you to grow up. Yeah. Like, he's been doing like this, I don't want to be a Playboy shit <laughs> yeah. for how long? And then he puts these albums out. Like, Usher, obviously a big part of our R&B history, like for, for, sure. for our generation, right? For sure. He went through the phases of being young, going through the phases of, um, you know, cheating on his girl in confessions and then going, having kids with that. Here I Stand yeah. and then going like uh, Raymond versus Raymond, where it's a little... It might not be as grown as here I stand, but he's still in a, a bubble yeah. of mature. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped A, the album this year, and it's age appropriate. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not serious, yeah. But it's still age appropriate. Where it's like I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, like he's he's just grown. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know I, how I, to say I, that. I, I'm following. Yeah. I, I think the complete opposite actually on the A thing. That's funny that you draw that comparison, but we have different opinions on that. I felt like. I the same thing exactly when you brought up Trey Songs. I thought the exact same thing. I thought Usher for some reason. I thought that A album. I hated that A album. Really? I thought it was terrible. I thought okay. that I don't want to hear Usher making that kind of music. I want grown up Usher. And I think that Trey Songs is kind of getting in that place too where I don't want to hear that type of music from them anymore. But I'm not saying that this is grown up Usher. I'm saying that this is just like it wasn't a very publicized album, right? A? Yeah. And I feel like Trey Songs albums are equivalent to that. Like they're not very publicized like I didn't really hear much about him but he dropped him yeah, yeah. and they're both the same type of music where yeah. it's just I just want to put out some music I'm not trying to create I, a theme I think that's what he was trying to say in the interviews too uh, was that that's that's fine like I yeah. like I like the no theme but you're the music is very young compared right. to compared to something else that I know that you could do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know, it just didn't grab me. It didn't, it, yeah, that was my thing is that there was nothing on, there's no song on either of those albums where like, I want to hear that more than one time. Yeah. yeah. Like if they came up on shuffle in the background, cool, whatever, it's just, you know, whatever, but not that I would actually want to listen to or go back to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any song off of those albums. Actually, there is a song with um, one of his singles with, I think it's 2 Chains and uh, oh, yeah. Tidal Line. On that or be be that or so, I know what you're talking about. It's in my phone somewhere, but yeah, it's, I'm sure it's on the 28 because that's the one I don't really listen to. Yeah, see that one just it was feature heavy. That's yeah, the one with the, a lot of features, and it just felt like a bunch of club music. And maybe that's just because I don't go out as much anymore. Maybe that's why I don't really care about the club music as much anymore. But I just don't want to hear that from Trey songs. Like I want, I want like his version of what contemporary contemporary R&B would have been in like the 90s. Like, I kind of want him to start going through a more mature process where he's talking about, like, maybe, like, heartbreak or what. Because I, I, I want to hear those stories. It's just the club stuff now. Like, it But he has like, that. I he know, has that would, in past albums. I think he needs to evolve further. Like, he needs to, he needs to settle down with a woman that he loves and, like, literally talk about, like, I would being love a grown-ass man. You know I would mean? love to hear a happy Trey Songs album, like a happy I'm in love, I'm getting, like, I want to have kids, I want to get married Trey Songs album, because I think we don't, ha- nobody has that. Yeah. I think it'd be dope to even hear an album after he has kids. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that like would that's, be cool that's too. something that he, 
It's a piece of his life, yeah, that we've never gotten yeah. from him. And it's it's showing how he's matured from his old Playboy to yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It is dope to hear that perspective, though, because I honestly did not think about that stuff at all. I was just like, I love that. I, I like his old music so much. Like, I didn't mind getting that again. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. he's just... I just wanted to hear dope. some ratchet strip club. <laughs> but no, it, it's like a dope perspective because it's like, yeah, like, you're right. He, I can't say he it feels like it's grown. Like he he's grown in, in his music, you know. It's like yeah. he could have put like this he's out. Aggressive. Yeah, he could have put this out like years ago, and then, you know, uh, yeah, would have the same effect. Would have the same effect and everything. Because so. I loved I loved Tremaine. I like, did too. Yeah. I think my favorite album of his was uh, what's the one with Black Rose on it, like Passion Pain and yeah. Pleasure. Yeah, I think that might have been my favorite one. No, was it Ready? I don't know. One of those. One of his earlier ones. It's just like the last couple albums just haven't been it for me for him from him. Yeah. Another reason I didn't really want to listen to 28 was because of the, he has a tendency to sometimes think he can rap. Chris Brown <laughs> suffers from this too. And it's like, if I wanted to listen to rap. You said that in the most polite way possible. That is yeah. a good point. You know, I just, <laughs> he has a tendency to think he can rap. Guys. He's a fucking trash <laughs> lyricist. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, if I want to listen to rap though, I'm not thinking of Trey Song and Chris Brown. Like, yeah, just no. think, you know, you guys do singing very well. Yeah. Just do that. You know, I would so. like Chris Brown rapping on other people's albums not his own like if it's a feature and he's rapping cool whatever I don't really care like that might but at least I want to hear him rap. <laughs> if he's on somebody else I want to hear him like sing if he's yeah. gonna be on somebody else's stuff really? you know, I don't want to hear him rap like I liked like him and Joyner were doing stuff and he was like rapping kind of on it and I liked that because it was like Joyner was bringing him into his world and rapping with him rather yeah. than Chris Brown trying to like I don't know, it just felt more organic that way rather than some of the other rapping stuff that he does yeah what a, do you like Tory Lanez rapping in his music I think he can rap. I think mm-hmm. he's really good. I'm not a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of this last album either. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily either. It was. It felt very like 23 to, not even 23. I'd say probably like 20 to 24 year old music. Like it well, felt very young. When we talked about it last, and you brought up the point that every song sounds the same. Yeah. I went back and listened to it again. I was like, yep. Yeah. That's really, that's really what it is. Like, it just felt like song. one long song. Yeah. And then it it's funny. It felt like one long song. And then every once in a while, you'd get a feature in it. Yeah. So it just felt oh, like, shit. yeah, it's, it's just like, all right, we're just going to pop up with something surprise. And how old is Tori? He's in his, his oh, I don't know. got to be late 20s. Oh, late I wouldn't 20s. be surprised, yeah. though, if he was one of those ones that was a lot older than we think he is. <laughs> you think? Yeah, like. 26. Because okay. oh, you, okay. you touched on the age range from like 20 to 24. And like, do you think he's trying to get outside of that? Do you think he's trying to get? Late twenties, early thirties, like around that. I think that on at least on his last albums, it seemed like it was more of a personal thing. This album seemed more he was like he was going for hits. Got you. Like he yeah, was playing he was more to the radio. Going for hits. Yeah, yeah. His last album was it the last album? He had very good pieces of music. You know what I mean? Like for yeah. for what was that he, the one with all the skits on it? Uh, yeah, the one with all the skits, minus the skits. Minus the skits. Fucking skits. And the skits remind me of Good Kid, Mad City. But that's a it's whole a, other it's story. A, but in, in, in like, for like, once you pull away from the fact that it has a bunch of skits on there, it all. It was like the 20 some songs, and 10 of those were skits. But the, the skits match the music, so it's like one long story. See, that's why I don't mind the song sounding similar on the first album, because it fit a whole story. But this one just sounded similar just because it's like. He was trying to find the sound that's it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, going back to his first album, his songs, um, it sounds like they have more effort into songwriting compared mm-hmm. to the songs now where he's trying to write a beat instead. Exactly, you know what I mean? yeah. And it just sounds like he says a lot of the same stuff on the songs too. 
Yeah, I definitely want him to come out with some more shit. I love Tori's music. Just his last album just didn't do it for me. He said he's got a Spanish album coming out, I think. I think he's Toronto too, right? Yeah, yeah uh, El Agua. Wow. That's the name of the album, not of where he's at. El Agua neighborhood. That's a fire neighborhood. El Agua. Uh, question for you guys. Do you think that Trey Songs could be one of the best R&B acts of our time? Easily. Really? Of our time, yes. Yes. Why do you think this? I was actually thinking about this um, about sometime last week, around the time listening to the album, and just the body of work he's put out Like since I've been in high school, I would say. Compared to other R&B artists, I feel like he's only in a category with Chris Brown for R&B. I feel like that's the only person I would put. Contemporarily? Yeah, in that generation. Oh, in that generation. generation. But are Chris Brown and him even the same generation? Because Chris Brown's I think only... So. I would Brown's say only, so. Well, because they came up in the same time, but Chris Brown's a lot younger than he is. But, but just the times they put out music, though. Okay. They well, I guess they would have music. similar sounds if they came out at about the same time. I get, I get what you're saying. Okay. Um... I can't I think of any other R&B artists I would put up there with those guys. I think generation. he's definitely going to go down in history as one of the bigger names for sure. Yeah. He's definitely got a prolific name behind him because it's not just the music with him. It's like everything else. Like he's a bigger than life personality, I think. Trey I don't, songs. <clears throat> You're talking about Trey songs? Yeah. Yeah. His singing, to me, like he has good songs. Like yeah. I will never knock that. Besides his last couple albums, sorry. <laughs> but no, generally he has really good songs. And his voice, though, isn't... Like, if you look back at older R&B artists, yeah. and I know it's not necessarily fair to compare that, but, like, the soul in their voice. Like, we'll yeah. just use R. Kelly. Like, he's clearly the king in that generation when it comes yeah. to Easily. singing, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Trey Songz isn't even close. I agree with that. Like not yeah. even close. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I get what you mean. 100%, yeah. And I don't think Trey Songz has an album where you're like, that's his definitive classic. I mean, I think we all have albums that we love. Mm-hmm. I agree. But there's not like one where it's like a general consensus, like this is the one for Trey Songz. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you take any R&B art, artist from the past, like R. Kelly, you know that he has a classic. Yeah. You know that like Marvin Gaye has a classic or multiple classics. Like mm-hmm. it just Trey Songz doesn't have that classic. And I don't even, I don't know if Chris Brown has that classic either. I think his closest would probably be his first album. Yeah. But think about um, other artists in that, like say in this generation, what other R&B artists would you say could, has a catalog similar to their, or like better than theirs or a career? A male R&B artist. Yeah. Because I mean, well, yeah, females are shitting on males just, when it comes to R&B right um, now. Um, well, would we throw Usher in that category? Because Usher is pretty much the same. T- he started. I would say he's right before. Yeah, because I feel like Usher was making music when we were like elementary. If if you didn't, if you're not at an age where you could be fucked up by Instagram or social media, period, mm-hmm. you're in a different generation. Like Usher missed that whole wave. You yeah, know what I mean? he yeah, did. but he's gotten in trouble with the social media a lot. Yeah, but his trouble is very minimal. Which actually goes back to the A thing. Did you guys see that he was he had like a burner account, or they think he had a burner account that he was going on like album stuff and commenting like people were like, "Oh, this is trash." And he's like, "Hey, man, don't hate on Usher. He's just trying to do something new." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they definitely, I think they linked it back to an account that was his. Um, another reason I put Trey songs up there is just because, like I said, we go back to. I can't remember when the first album was, but let's just say if it was like 2007, let's say, or uh, when, or if he had a great album in 2007. Um, 
Just gotta make it. Yeah, so just a great song. For the last ten years to be relevant, I don't mm-hmm. think there's ever been a time between then and now to where he hasn't been relevant in R and B. Yeah. I think he's always been I'll, on the I'll radar. Sure. I wouldn't say he's always been like the best in R and B, but he's always been there. And I just can't think of another art besides Chris Brown. I can't think of another artist who's had that kind of consistency. Frank? You got yeah, Frank Ocean. The How weekend. Old? The weekend. The weekend Mars. wasn't as long though. I don't think the weekend. We were like in college when the weekend started. As much started as the weekend makes R and B music, I think I would consider him more pop now. Like he's in, I put him in a different category. Like you know how Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't consider Michael Jackson R and B, even though he started in R and B. I don't either. Yeah. I think I put the weekend now in that because the weekend's not making, except for that last EP, which I know I talk a lot about. But <laughs> that's. I think that's. I would agree with that. Would you put Bruno Mars in there? Ooh. I think Bruno's pop, so I, th- I would put him in the Michael Jackson. But he's conversation. He's um, I get the Michael Jackson thing, but there's I feel like there's a fine line that will allow you to kind of sneak into the non-pop. You know what I mean? Like I know his mm-hmm. music is very pop, but the way he sings it, I, does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. he still has like a I wouldn't necessarily say a rawness because his fan base is still very broad. Right. You know what I mean, like it's not very specific, but he just has a. Um, I don't know, he just has a swag that doesn't fit pop. Does he that make sense? Has, he's like, he takes like the pop world and puts it, he like takes his R&B spin on a pop world. Bruno? And that's, yeah. That's why I feel yeah, like okay. he can still be R&B. See, I think the things that we loved about like the 90s R&B acts, like Boyz II Men and all that, is that they had songs that you knew that 20 years from now you're going to be listening to. And Bruno's Bruno, one of those one of those yeah, people. He can, has those for and sure. he has different types of it. Like he twenty four karat gold could easily be just a party song. But forever. Then, then, yeah. then you can forever. go then he can go all the way down the catalog and play uh Marry You. That could be at any wedding. So yeah, okay. And then he got like shit that'll if you try to sing it at the top of your lungs, your veins will pop out like gorilla. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Miguel's another one we can throw in there too. Oh yeah. That's oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Really you're right. Oh right. man, Miguel. He just got yeah. married too, so congratulations to him and his wife. Wow. So you know, some interesting, interesting you thought brought that up about those classic songs, because if I'm being real, I can't think of, does Trey Songs have that song? No, see, but Miguel does. That's he has a Adorn. Point. Chris Brown has a lot of those. Trey Songs, I know he has some of those songs. He I has know, I some. still hear Run It and stuff. Run It, for, songs like Forever. Yeah, like oh that yeah. Song is, like, I feel like that's going to always get a play somewhere. Yeah. He's got like a ton of those. Well, Heart Attack. I don't think Heart Attack's on that level, but that's one of my favorite songs ever. That is a dope song. I love Emotion, that song, bro. What, did you hear the boring, little heartbeat thing at the beginning? Nah, nah. See, nah. but those are all, like, urban hits. Those aren't, like... I'm thinking yeah. of, I'm thinking of, Bottoms like, Up, Jupiter Love, Dive In. I'm thinking of my younger nieces I need right a girl? now, and if they get married, like, will I hear right? any of these songs? I, I, I think you're thinking of I Need a Girl, the, the Diddy one. No. Am I thinking of the wrong song? I need a girl to ride. No, not that song. Oh, okay, that's not the one you because when I when I, mean, I think I need a girl, that's the song I'm, I'm thinking of. Clearly, it didn't pass. <laughs> um, what is that song with Twisted back in the day? Uh, Trey Songz, Twisted song. Just gonna make it. Yeah, that was a good ass song. Do you what think is that's that? Like, no. Yeah. yeah. I just brought it up because I like it. That's so. all. Like, how old's your son? Five. Your son and a high school party. What about? Or he throws like a high, or not even a high school. You're throwing something that was a party, high school or college. Mm-hmm. Do you see any songs like you know? Now we'll have songs. Now you have like that's a, gonna be tough, man. I feel like you have classic songs. I feel like he'll play some Migos. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like, yeah. I feel like their their sound is it's very solidified for the next 25 years. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know about after that, but um, see, even Migos has that song, Bad and Bougie. Like I think Bad and Bougie will be played for the next. 50 yeah. Years. Oh yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Sure. I agree with that. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's interesting a, take, though. Exactly, you brought that up. Yeah, I don't think he has that that song that I'm gonna like remember him ever for. Like, I think that the people that separate themselves like that is they have that one definitive song or one definitive album that separates them from everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah, that you know it's gonna live on. Right. Yeah. Hey, do you guys think it's fair to compare an artist's current album to their past albums? Honestly, I feel like what else would I feel like you, artists hold themselves to a standard by their albums? When you when we call an album weak, I feel like we're calling it weak because we know what they we feel like we know what they can do. For example, I would say Bryson Tiller's second album. Mm-hmm. To me, that was a bad album just because of Trap Soul was so good. Trap Soul was so good. It's like, I bro, you like to me, you're already on the path. Like, I was I, just gassing them up, you know. I have two things about that. So Bryson Tiller is a good example because. Both those albums sound the same to me. Really? First album, though, just had mainstream hits. Second album sound the same, so they're not going to be hits. You know what I mean? That's good and I think that the first album was so exciting because he has a niche lane that he kind of, he's kind of talk rapping, singing. I don't even know what you want to call it. You know what I mean? But yeah. no one really did something like that. Yeah. And the songs were so unique. Like, Don't was very unique. It was right. just very straightforward, simple, mm-hmm. clearly spoken, and not overly complex. You know what I mean? Like, he had all the checks ticked off. Yeah. And, um, uh, fuck, what was I saying about that? Oh, yeah. So, comparing, comparing um, a newer album like Bryson Tiller's to his last album, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's necessarily fair because we don't have, like, we're not in the anticipation to hear an album. Because remember when Don't came out? Yeah. That was everywhere. So, everybody hella wanted to hear <laughs> And the that album. came out of yeah. nowhere. Exactly. And so, everybody wanted to Now we have a sound that he has to fit. Exactly. Yeah. And, he only has one sound too. Let's be real. It's the, it's the trap drums over like the the, the soul. Like it's yeah. literally the trap soul yeah. sound, and yeah. that's I think that's what's hard for him is he can't get away from that sound. I felt like the first album sounded like it continued. I almost or the second album felt like almost like the first album's leftovers that he repolished. I can see that. I can definitely see that. And I didn't. And I like. Tiller when he does. I don't like the rapping Tiller. Mm-hmm. Like I hate that all these R&B artists <laughs> think they need to rap now. Like. Uh, what was it that he just covered? Uh, finesse. Yes. Finesse was I heard dope. That. He because that. I, I want to hear that kind of R&B stuff from him. I don't want him to do just the, like the rapping stuff. I can mm-hmm. do without that. That's a good point. I don't know, man. Because I loved him on that, that her shit. That um, What's that song called? It's him and her. <laughs> that sounds funny, but her the artist. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I can't remember what it's called. It's a good one, though. But that's like that song was good because I felt like he moved away from the trap stuff. It was more traditional R&B, which I think he's he's got the capability of doing it. I think he's just scared to take that risk. But you could have the same sound and have a successful second album. I don't know why he didn't do it. I don't know if the excitement wasn't marketed enough on the second album. The reason why I say that is because Black's first album, he has a one sound. Yeah. His second album, I thought was pretty good. It wasn't as good as the first album to me, but I think it suffers from the same thing that that's Bryson Tiller had, you know? That's one of my favorite albums this year. The, his second album? The Black, yeah. yeah but I, get, I get what you mean, though, because the first one felt like such a moment. Yeah, exactly. And this one, like, the expectation was so high, it's really hard right. to, it's really hard to match that hype, you know? Right. And But he came out with it, and he... You know, he had the same sound. He still did his thing. Right. Um, the reason why I asked you guys that question, though, is we, we as fans, mm-hmm. we always want 
the artist to evolve. True. And yeah. then as soon as they evolve and it's not the direction we want, we get <laughs> yeah. mad, you yeah. know? And I feel right. like it's, it's almost not fair, depending on the artist, to judge what they're doing new. You know what I mean? Because right. sometimes it's like, we just can't never be happy. See, and that's the funny thing, too, is I started... So if I find a new song that I don't know the artist or I find a new artist, like I hear something in the background, I'm like, oh, I want to hear what they sound like. I don't immediately run to that song that I heard. I try to go listen to their other stuff because I don't want my perception of them to be that one song. And then I go try to find the same things that sound on the album and I hate the album because mm -hmm. of that. So I've been trying to keep a like more open mind about listening to people's whole body works. Like the Meek album, I wanted to run straight to the Jay-Z feature because that's what everybody was talking about. But I made sure I started on one and went through the whole album. Yeah. Well, I have to start on one anyway at this point. Yeah. That's, I'm the opposite. If I hear yeah, a good song, guy, guy, if I hear like a, a big single, feature. I go straight to the single. For example, uh, I still remember like with Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. First song I heard was Antidote on the radio. Mm -hmm. Played it on Apple Music. Yeah. And I just started to let the album play. I was always, it was a dope album. I wasn't even expecting like, yeah. a good album. I just wanted that song and it just happened to keep running. So um, you got to get a big single for me to. <laughs> like, I got to listen it. to it from number one because I don't know if they're trying to make a story out of exactly. this. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to miss something. Yeah. Like if, if there's a theme that I fuck up, I can't hold them accountable for yeah, it. Like true. what was the, the, the Travis album that had all the narration on it? Was that Birds? Where it had that like was, 3000 on it and And I thought Anadol had the uh, narr T.I. narrated. Yeah, but Anadol wasn't the name of that I mean, not Anadol, Rodeo. Maybe it was Rodeo. Yeah, T.I. narrated. So I didn't really like that album when I first heard it. Like, I liked it, but not enough to be like, oh, this is great or whatever. But I also listened to it in spots. I went to Anadol first and I went to other songs first instead of listening to it as a whole. And now going back and listening to it as a whole with the story, I like it more. So yeah. I think that I've been trying to be better at that about not jumping to the first big name that I see on the album. Because I think especially with like if people get a Drake feature now, people go straight to the Drake song. Oh, for sure. It just overshadows the entire project. Have you guys heard uh, J.I.D.'s album? Uh, I heard the song with him and Cole. Mm -hmm. And I heard the one with him. Was it him, Black, and somebody? Uh, him, Black, and... Was it, was it a female also? Yeah. Was it LMA? Yeah, I think I think so. I don't know off the top of my head. It's one of those big, like, newer R&B girls. Uh, Do you know who that is? No. J.I.D.? No. I'm going to bring up a song. He sounds... I have a... I, I kind of have a little theory about this. So he's signed to Dreamville. Okay. And... Uh, Dreamville is cold stuff. Correct. Yeah. So, J.I.D., he... Um, He's compared to Kendrick Lamar a lot because they have very similar sounds. Oh, okay. I agree with that. <laughs> he does sound like Kendrick, but he sounds like a younger version. Like he doesn't really have like the experience that Kendrick has. You can tell by what he says. Yeah. He but sounds he's, like overly dedicated Kendrick. Yeah, but he definitely has the flow down. Yeah. He has the voices down. Where's he from? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Let me uh, just play a little bit so you can kind of see what he sounds like. <laughs> Activation, activation, maturation, process, rap game too saturated, grabulated, masturbation on the face of acne patient, acting patient, so complacent, comfortable, a basic bowler, shit, hold my own, I own my dick, go shaloma, unpredictable, and roll with the clicker for with big clips. I know I'm feeling elevated when I came in and be claiming this season. Yeah, you guys do need to look, go back and listen to this album because I didn't know there was a song called Frequency Change. <laughs> Oops. I only listened to the, to the single because it had Cole on it. Dude, this album's dope. Is it? Okay, it's I'm really dope. to listen. I've been meaning to, but fuck. 
maybe. So much music that comes out nowadays. It's yeah. fucking hard to load. Listen when did this one come out? Uh, not too long ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe a month or two ago. Like, if you played this and I didn't know this was GID, I would think it's Kendrick. Or if you would have played this and without telling me who you thought it sounded like, I would have, that's what, like, tell me who this sounds like. Yeah. So, he sounds like Kendrick. For sure. Remember when J. Cole and Kendrick, like, were allegedly going to have, like, a joint? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I heard yeah. snippets of a song, too. Yeah. I think it's... Oh, that Temptation song? Yeah. God, it's on fire. So, I really think that they're at a point now that it's too big for that to ever happen. Yeah. And J. Cole's like, fuck that, I'm going to buy my own Kendrick. Like, real mm-hmm. shit. Kanye did it, and he got his own future sound with Designer. That was so disgusting. Uh, who, else, who else is a, a similar? Oh, fuck. I had somebody else. I'm trying to think of another example. Yeah, I, I think that's that. happened before, yeah. Damn, maybe I didn't write it. I think you could say that, well, I guess no big rappers. I was going to say Juice World is just basically a black post Malone. I can see that. As, Which he's talented. Don't, just don't take that the wrong way. I think he's, he's got some dope music, but... I just thought it was interesting that J. Cole would sign somebody that sounds exactly like Kendrick, but yet everybody's... Like, when um, people compare J.I.D. to Kendrick, J.I.D. is pretty much saying, like, Kendrick is my competition. You know what I mean? But it's mm. like, you sound just like him. Yeah. Um, I, I see what J. Cole's doing. I like it, because, you know, they put some, they had Off D's, uh, yeah. one of the songs, Those put them together. Um, it's pretty good. I don't necessarily like the cadence, but I like their sounds together. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing, yeah. How'd you feel about the guy saying that Kendrick's his competition? Did you feel like he should have... Do you think it would have been appropriate to acknowledge, like, we have similar sounds? Or do you respect that he's saying, like... We're that's different? a good question, man. Um, they're clearly not competition. Yeah. Like, he's... Kendrick will fucking wipe him out. <laughs> um, I think the acknowledgement probably would have gained a little bit more respect depending on how he did it. Mm-hmm. If he said, like, I know he doesn't want to be sunned, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so it, sure. it'd be hard to be like, yeah, I've been listening to him my whole life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's really hard to do that and then say that that person's your competition, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, I've been, I've been listening to and him. W- Obviously, we have similar cadence, but, yeah. And See, what made me ask that was because I seen a designer interview and they asked him about the future. He's like, oh, man, I don't know why people think I sound like that, man. I'm like, I literally thought that was Future when I heard yeah, the song. You, exactly. know, you, you know who you sound like. And I, I took it as disrespect. Yeah. Like, oh, you're still in the sound. Like, yeah, at least yeah, just yeah. be like, yo, I mess with Like, here's the thing, though, is, like, for the way that Designer was in, like, everybody was making that music. It's just that Future is the pioneer of that music, right? Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of kids now that are more of, like, the backpack underground rappers, like J.I.D., that are going to sound more like Kendrick because Kendrick is that person that's, like, the staple for being mainstream but also having an underground sound. I think Cole's like that too, but Cole is more removed from mainstream than Kendrick is. So people are like, okay, if I want the blueprint to be able to rap really well but also do mainstream, I gotta kinda go with Kendrick's thing. I think that that's a really good point. And I think it's really hard to do J. Cole sound. That's why there's not a lot of J. Cole's. Yeah. Like with Kendrick, you just have to you just have to change your voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. You can rap as fast as you can. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. J. Cole, like, he doesn't, he doesn't really do much. Like, that's his voice. Right. You know, it's like you trying to copy my voice right exactly, now. Exactly, right. It's not going to happen. You know? I don't think I can do it. I feel you're coming from, too, Zach. I think Future does have, like, that, he has, like, a sound and that, that kind of music that people try to copy. But, like, designer is literally, like, taking his voice. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. literally think, I literally thought that was Future on Kanye's song. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, you know? And I feel like, when it gets to that far, I feel yeah. like you got to, like, 
hey man, I, I, I like this guy's I music. Know. I look up to him. I think that they just, I think Designer and the Future one was, it's a little bit easier to compare the two, but I think sometimes they, I don't think the media means to do it, but they pit these people against each other, like the whole J.I.D. and Kendrick thing. Like You don't now, think they mean to do it? No, I mean, I, I th- not that they don't mean to do it, but they like, their intention is not for it to be... I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Like, I think they want it as messy as possible. I don't know. Uh, You're like, oh, shit, now, this is going bad. Like, Hell yeah. I feel like moving forward now, everything with GID stuff is going to be dominated by the Kendrick talk now. Because now every interviewer is going to ask him what he meant with this other interview, and now that's going to be a whole narrative thing, too. I think J. Cole is too smart to allow that to happen. J. Cole knew what he was getting into signing somebody that sounds like Kendrick. Yeah. And he's just not gonna let him say much. And if he does, then he'll just disappear like he always does. He'll yeah. just get J Cole will just get on his bike and just we won't hear from him for fucking twelve months. No, I really think that um, JID he's just not gonna talk about it. Yeah, he might just shut it down now and just be like, hey, I addressed this Kendrick shit once. Yeah. we're done with this. So about my album. Yeah, <laughs> All right. that's how you get. We're gonna be like, uh, well, we didn't have any more questions. Yeah. So. Did you guys hear him because J Cole shouted him out or? I actually heard him because it popped up on Tidal as a new album. Uh, I just clicked it. Heard like I've heard, I've seen him being talked about on Twitter, but I never listened to the music. But there's a guy from Twitter that I follow on Instagram. His name's SRDTV or something like that. But he's, I think he's JID's manager. And I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that until I started watching his story. And then he was at like Fallon with JID and was saying how proud he was. It's like, oh, that makes sense why he's always tweeting about stuff. Because I started following him originally because he would talk about Dreamville stuff mm-hmm. and, like, things with Cole and, like, give, like, insider information. I'm like, oh, so now it makes sense you're part of Dreamville. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not Dreamville, but he's with J.I.D. Well, I feel like yeah. when you sign an artist, you should do your due diligence and shout the guy out. And So I hope Cole, like, does that, you know. I think that's part of... I think that should be part of your job. When you or maybe that. he's just using it as bait to make Kendrick finish his part <laughs> of the album. <laughs> like, hey, bro, if you don't finish the album, I'm just going to make this kid sound more and more like you until you finish the fucking album. I think that's the plan, man. If you don't mind, I'd like to hear more of your take on why they're too big to do an album together. If why get into that. Kendrick and J. Cole are Yeah, well, like, what, what would stop them from, why, why can't they do that? Um, I think it's more of like, uh, I think that their brand is just so big that I don't know, an overall collab would possibly water them down? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think I have the same opinion, but I think it's not ha- having anything to do, well, it is ha- having to do with things with their brand, but I think the expectation now is way too high. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And That's they, good. They get, I think the expectation kills a lot of these joint albums. I think a lot of people are like, fuck, let's do these joint albums. And then they're like, mm. all right, well, Watch the Throne technically is the joint album bar that we're supposed to set, and that was amazing. So, mm-hmm. fuck, if anything falls short of that, you know, it's just going to slide under the radar, just like all the, like, Travis and Quavo and, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff all was good. It's just, who's going to remember that 10 years from now? Yeah. Expectations no. a motherfucker, yeah. man. That's Which a good point. Which is also why my conspiracy, why I don't think Andre 3000 will ever release a solo album. I think the <laughs> expectations. I think it's way oh, too high. I, I, I definitely think agree if, with that. If he, I, don't I agree. If he I puts out the album and it doesn't do as well, he, he loses his top five. It's meant to a lot of people. Oh, uh, well, when I say I don't think so, I don't think that his album would be trash. Is what I mean. Oh, I don't think it would be either. I just don't think it's. I think that everybody thinks it's so mythical now. Like, it's like. Same with J Electronica. Like, I think that people mm-hmm. are like. Dude, there's so much expectation <laughs> yeah. for the album that he's just like, I'm fucked, dude. I don't know what to do. I think when it comes to Andre 3000, though, the reason why we like him so much is because he just, like, it's just so natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to try. So if he just really just went out there and just, just 
freestyled every track. We would love it because yeah. we know it's coming. Buy ten copies, <laughs> even, exactly. if it, even if it exactly. is trash. Because we know it's <laughs> yeah. coming from a certain spot that we all love from him. Right. You know. Yeah. And that's why I don't think I don't think his would fail. I don't. Oh, and going back when we were talking about the Mount Rushmore rap. Yeah. Andre's clear. Like he's definitely my number one. I was actually really? I was I made Your a top list. five rappers of all time. Yeah, he's my number one. He's like Straight really. Up. He's like yeah. three. With no album. Oh, easily. He's my number one. Wow. Just how he raps, what he says, his metaphors and similar, like, I don't know, something about <laughs> oh, what he I'm does, so man. you want to talk about this. Okay, so this is, everybody's like, what the fuck is Andre 3000 in your top five? That shit blows my mind for you to not are even you have it. Are you kidding me? Like, if you look at all these rappers today, they all have an Andre influence in some way or form, right? The super lyrical guys are Andre. The weird voices are Andre. The fucking melodies are Andre. Like, the singing rapping is Andre. Like, it's all Andre. Man, he he'll, he raps very simple. Yeah. But he raps so complex, it's ridiculous, man. Like I just, I don't know. And he does it over about that shit. He does it over pop things. Like I never really noticed it until you said this. This was years ago. I don't even know if you remember telling me this, but we were talking about one of his songs, and you brought up in I think it's Hey Y'all where he says, "Oh yeah, yeah." The love is uh, nothing lasts forever. So what makes love the exception? Yeah. And that was over like a pop beat, and you don't even think about it, and then you really think about that lyric, and you're like, "Fuck." Dude, that whole song is satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds so happy. It does. Like, yeah. come on. Like, Who else is going that shit? We're gonna go put some eucalyptus in the air and cry myself into a corner. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, Andre, he is something else, man. You don't need an album Anyone. to be top. You yeah. just you just need work. Yeah. For most of his works, so are you guys going off like his Outcast? Yeah, stuff? and then you can, I guess you can say that he did have a solo album technically because Speaker Box mm-hmm. and Let Below, Let Below was like, yeah. each of them had like their own songs. Yeah. Which one of my favorite Andre songs of all time is Prototype, and that's a solo song of him like kind of singing. So Andre, he is one of those artists that definitely gets better over time. Yeah. Definitely. Like when he was younger, he, he rapped. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then the older he got, he's more of a. He's more of like an intellectual uh, poet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's, he just, he's just smart. Yeah. Like, he's really smart. Like, I'm always listening for double meanings whenever he raps. Like, and I'm trying to, like, go on Rap Genius and look up the shit to <laughs> yeah, see man. what I miss. Like, he said, um, what was it, an underground or international player anthem? Yeah. He said, uh, he said, wetness all around me, true. But I'm no island, peninsula, maybe. Makes no sense. I'm no crazy. Like, that's just, like, you just compare yourself to yeah. a, a peninsula. <laughs> because you got, like, I don't know. I mean, like, that shit is fucking even wild the, to even me, the simple, like, Even the simple ones where he's like, I, I turned over and asked her what she wanted to be 25. She looked at me and said, alive. Duh, I'm, I'm like, so, this motherfucker wild, bro. You knew that was an Andre line, right? That's not just a Kanye line. I, I literally thought that was a Kanye oh, line. Oh, no. I did not know that. Andre. That wow. was the other one. Uh, no, I never I hit it, or I, I met a gypsy, and she hit me to some mind games to simulate, activate the left and right brain. Man. Bro, he's an alien. He's giving us, like, ancient codes. Man, thanks for telling me that, man. I was yeah. really giving Kanye the credit for that. Oh. <laughs> man. Andre, he be having some crazy-ass oh, bars, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely one of those people, though. I get shocked. Like, I remember Jay-Z. I can't remember some other top artists having... Wayne. Andre, yeah, in their top Eminem, five. I think, it said that I think he was one too, yeah. Like he all said that in, uh, there was a verse. He said that, uh, fuck, what verse was that? What's the song that him and Jay-Z did together? Eminem? Renegade. He said that Renegade, didn't he? He was like, uh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I, I just remember seeing some interviews that I'm just like, wow, you guys have him up there and that is, yeah. I cannot understand it. Did any of you guys see that 11 minute Eminem freestyle? No. More, more. On who? He just like recorded one and put one out. Really? Oh, was it man. bad? 
I didn't. I hated it. Oh, I'm just. I have a fe- weird theory that everybody was. They loved that Jay Z verse so much, and we're saying they, he's the greatest of all time. He was getting all this love, that Eminem decided to shoot this video, put it out. Please watch that shit. Just like the way it's cut, Damn. the things he's rapping about. Like he's like forty something years old and talking about betting people over and fucking them. And like, bro, I'm just. I don't want to hear about that stuff. Like he's so angry. Yeah, no, dude. And Royce, Royce the 5'9". The kickoff year. freestyle? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll check that kickoff. out. Kickoff. You should have punted that shit into the stairs. <laughs> that shit hurts my feelings, man. Like, Eminem is one of my favorite rappers. Uh, and me. I see his decline, and it, it's hurting. It hurts my head. Dude, it's like it's like uh, Jordan coming back with the Wizards. It's like, we know you're That's how I see great. it, man. That's exactly <laughs> how I see Girl, it. Like, I'm not even an Eminem fan like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to see. It's like... It's like the age, the old aged fighter that just continues fighting just for the love of it, but yeah. we know he's just done. Yeah, and you just see him get his ass whooped. And yeah, sad. yeah, like yeah, that, that shit it's hurts, like, man. Yeah, bro, it's like pick yourself up. What, what do you think is driving him at this point? It's clearly, it's not like money. So, is he trying to cement? You think himself as I'm number I one? I think he just best? keeps trying to prove that he's. Like, we know he can rap when it comes to the lyrical stuff. Like, he can double, triple entendre the shit out of something, but he wants to like be the top overall he doesn't want him i think he just doesn't want to be just known as a lyricist i don't i don't think that that's where he's at i I think think, i really think that he loves doing it but he's just attacking the wrong things like i really think that he loves rapping like that's just his shit yeah and he's just he's picking weird things to to fuck with like uh I guess this last freestyle that you're talking about, the right. Machine Gun Kelly thing, like, why? Yeah, you know it's I mean? just like, I don't need that from Eminem. It's, I feel like he has to choose these things to justify reasons for his raps, when you can yeah. just literally just drop a mixtape. Well, and the same yeah. thing is, like, this 11-minute freestyle, like, Eminem, we got we just got two albums from you in the last two years. That's me not Oh, what if I do just that? Okay. Well, so the, the first album was not... Zach's about to be hella clear the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but the, the, so the one album that came out, eh, not that good, right? So he put out mm-hmm. Kamikaze to like prove that he could still make this rapidy rap album that people love. Yeah. And it was good. I'm not a big Eminem fan. I thought it was okay. I still listen to some of the songs, whatever. But now it's like, why do you, why, why, I don't want any more from you for like a year. Yeah. Like, just yeah. go away. Going back to the Kamikaze album, that's another point that I'm talking about where he's picking the wrong fights. Yeah. Like, you don't have to justify your past shit. Right. You, I mean, if they don't like it, they don't fucking like yeah. it. Like, I, I mean, I, I know that an artist would be sensitive about their stuff. I completely get that. But having a whole album dedicated to proving that your last album, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Justifying your last album, that that's crazy, most, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. see like touching it on one song. Yeah. Right, yeah. But the whole album, come it's on, like the It's like the girl that breaks up with her like really long time boyfriend, right? They're like six years deep into it, breaks up with the boyfriend, and then gets a new boyfriend like super fast after that and posts all the pictures to try and show that the last boyfriend <laughs> wasn't good. Man. Like, that's, that's like that shit. That's, a, he's place that's too close to home right there. <laughs> He doesn't need to yeah, do that. You told me. Yeah. Like, like, you don't need to do that, man. So that yeah, was, yeah. It's just like, man, just, we don't want that anymore, Eminem. Just go, just go away for a while. Or put, put it back creatively into something else. Why don't, if you love Joyner so much, go do something with Joyner, you know? I don't even think that, man. Like, um, if you love it so much, just rap about what you love. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you love rapping, say why. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can rap about anything. Yeah. Anything. Like, <laughs> and literally. You choose to just do the hot button topic. Yeah. That's, but the thing is, too, is I didn't really realize this before, but I guess that 11 minute inter- or 
freestyle was supposed to be to promote some movie that's coming out about battle rapping. Because okay. uh, it takes place in, in Detroit, like where they were supposed to be filming 8 Mile and stuff. So I kind of get that, but at the same time, it's just like... The stuff that, just the content in it. There's just certain lines he says. It's like, dude, you're too old to be saying shit like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like guy. It's like the old guy at the store talking about, like, fucking his wife or something. Like, he's, like, in his mid-40s. Like, I don't hey, want to Hey, you know, that. I got some last night, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's still fat. <laughs> Another question for you guys. When do you think the wave of the Barbie girls are going to be gone? The reason why I ask you that is because, like, obviously that's a huge wave right now. You got... Like mainstream artists like Nicki Cardi, like they kind of have like the Barbie figure, like the sure. extra. Oh, I thought you were talking then, about like what or Nicki Minaj's barbs gonna go in. I was like, oh, dude, we're <laughs> about to get yeah, killed. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not touching that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you have like every music video, you know, you uh, mostly rapper music video. Yeah, they have the girls with the extra the that dolled are, up. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you have people like J Cole or Kendrick Lamar. They have, like, they're going towards the natural, like, um, J. Cole and, or Black Song with J. Cole. I know exactly what you're talking about. Pretty Little in, Fears. Like, they're in, like, the far, or the Like, barn. the desert or something? Yeah. Wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, they have, like, a natural pretty girl in there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, she's not an Instagram model. She's not none of that. She, she's just a, a normal pretty girl. Right. And the, I think that it started because Kendrick throughout the, um, I'm so sick and tired of the photoshop yeah yeah know? yeah and i think it started it but it's not done so that's why i'm asking you guys right. like when do you think that wave will be over because i see it being more and more implemented in music as we go on I, I think what we're seeing right now is the norm i think the norm is going to be especially with social media only instagram's only gonna get bigger when we get older and as more people see other people looking like that as more young girls and women see people looking like that women like that, older women look like that and being idolized those are the ones that we're chasing, everyone wants to get a Kardashian, along those lines. Um, that's going to be what young people are striving to be, and you're going to always have a couple of people, i.e. Coles and Kendricks, people like that, who will try to st stick with the more natural route and present those kind of girls. But overall, the Barbie's going to sell, always, and that's going to be, I think this what we're seeing right now is the norm. I don't think this wave's going to be over. I think it's... As long as uh, IG continues to grow, which it will, that's what people are going to want to strive to look like. Like social media in general? And those are the kind of girls, yeah, and social media. And on the opposite, those are the kind of girls that young boys and men are going to want to pursue. I think that it has to do with our ages, I think. Because in, like, our generation, like, I feel like our ages, like, us in particular are more on the, like, hippie kind of like trying to find ourselves kind of vibe like our age group is but the yeah. age group below us is more on like the party lean like yeah like our but generation that's, is that's just who you kick it with as well and like right. kind of like the echo chamber that you're in like you right. see not everybody's like us you know what right. I mean like there's a lot of motherfuckers that are like damn give me that bimbo like the, the, the bimbo body right. you know what I mean no offense just like when you know when they say like a bimbo fetish yeah like I have a friend who's like that like right. bolted on the more bolted on the better you know what I mean and that's our generation no nah, yeah we're not we're not saying names but I'm sure you're gonna listen shout out to you yeah. uh, but what, no, what I was trying to say is I feel like we're getting those kind of women in the Coles and the Kendricks and people like that even black because they're more of like they want the spiritual love mm -hmm. Whereas these other rappers want like the artificial 
love stuff like the big asses and the things. All the superficial. Yeah, pieces. right. And then I think that also is like the separation of R and B and hip hop too, because in the hip hop world, like the women hip hoppers want to be that kind of ghetto thuggish image now like it's cool for a girl to talk about putting a gun to somebody's head whereas the r&b women are more focused on or at least it seems like trying to be more of like the wholesome no i wouldn't say wholesome but like more of the like uh loving yourself uh women empowerment type things like the scissors and the lmas like people like that yeah and so i think it's just i think it just has to do with age i think maybe we just see things differently that I mean, we a, definitely see things differently. That is a good distinction, though, when you bring that up. The R&B, women in R&B versus women in rap. Yeah. we do see a lot more. The women in rap are the ones we'll Yeah, like see. the Cuban dolls and yeah. the, even the Cardis. Yeah. That's what we see a lot more of the fake stuff. But and, I do see the Cardi change coming, too, now. Because when Cardi first came out, it was the, like, neon hair and the acting ghetto. But now you can kind of see her making that transition to being a more grown-up version of herself. Because she doesn't want to be compared to Nicki. Right. Like that's See? very. That's, and, I feel like that's very clear. And I think that that's the reason why a lot of these girls are following that trend because, especially in hip hop, to be one of the top rappers now, and women wise, you have to be like the Nicki. Like Nicki set the standard, so you think you have to follow what Nicki did in order to become big. Mm-hmm. Where women rappers are not looking to be Warren Hill these days; they're looking to True. be the Nicki route. So I think that the phase will be over. Really? At a certain point, I really do, because kind of going back on what you just said, Zach, about how Cardi is kind of going away from that. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. Nikki is the poster child of this image, right? Yes. Cardi's going away from that because she doesn't want to be attached to that. You have male artists that are bringing in natural women. Right. The people that are promoting the fake are very superficial rappers. Like, they're just mm-hmm. hit makers, you know what I mean? I, I think that it's a phase, like, um, face taps on rappers. That's not going to last. It's really not going to last. Like, it might last, like, another five years. Like, I'm not saying that it's going to be a short wave. It's just not going to last forever, you know what I mean? Right. And there's going to be, like, you see how there's a, a big push from females in all these industries right now of owning yourself yeah you know and i think that that's going to tie into the image as well obviously i'm not a female so i can't tell how that feels right but just from a male's perspective like it seems like that you know like you are pretty how you are right i think it's crazy to me anyway that this is kind of going on a side tangent it's i had this conversation with uh some of my friends at work about how a girl get fake whatever thinking that a guy will like it more when i don't it blows my mind how a, f- a girl does not realize that guys like tits and ass, period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, Seriously. I, I, don't, I don't get that. You Seriously. Know? Right. Yeah. 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 It's just, I don't know. I, I feel like the wave is going to die. I really do. I, I hope it does, you know, because one day if I have a daughter, I really hope that she has role models that, um, that really uh, show that women are beautiful. Yeah. Period. You know, it's... It, it's one thing for a guy to be like, uh, you're natural, I'm tired of the Photoshop. Right. But for a girl to be like, we are beautiful to another right. girl, I feel like it's a lot better said than a guy telling a girl. Right, because I, I mean, I have sisters, my sister is going to be 15 next month, and then my other, no, this month, and then my other sister is going to be 16 next month, or 14, I don't know. Anyways, bad brother. Um, 
But that was my biggest fear. Like one of my sisters came home one time and they had a Ratchet 1 and Ratchet 2 shirt. And my stepdad thought that that was a dance. He was like, oh, there's no bad meaning behind that. Mm -hmm. So my mom told me about it. I sent my mom the Urban Dictionary definition of what a ratchet is. And Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, shit. Stepdad found out and he burnt the shirt. So Mm -hmm. it's just like it was always scared that that was the path that they were going to go on was like whatever they're seeing on Instagram now. But now it does seem like that there's a stronger push for women to be more empowered in this country and Mm -hmm. for women to like take their power back from men, too. For sure, yeah. For sure. And I think it's awesome. I think people like think that it's it's such a bad thing that women are sticking up for themselves or whatever, but it's if we all preach about equality and then we don't want women to be equals, we don't want minorities to be equal, like it's so stupid. I think yeah. that's only coming from guys that are afraid of of um I wouldn't necessarily say powerful women, but women that can handle themselves. Yeah. You know. I do especially having nieces, I, I do appreciate people like Alicia Keys and the mm-hmm. stand she's taking, the whole no makeup thing yeah. and trying to show how beautiful she is. But at the same time, I just feel like she's not as popular as a lot of these other people. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't I, in my opinion, I'd, I'd be surprised if a lot of young girls saying I want to be like Alicia Keys. I think they look at more at these girls with loving hip hop and shows along that line. They just show a bunch of fake, you know, yeah, that's why I love that SZA is like becoming so big because she seems like she's embracing the whole natural. Although she seems to be embracing her whole side too. So. <laughs> SZA, um, there's nothing wrong. With Solange it. does a great yeah. job of promoting that, but again, I but just Solange don't is not for that age group that we're talking about. True, yeah. yeah. Like SZA can be a part of that age group, but I still think that SZA is more of our age group. There's no girl that's like their age group that's talking about those kind of things, like feeling natural and loving yourself and stuff like that. Like, we have that in rap. Like, we had Cole, we had Kendrick now, and even the younger kids, it seems like they have, like, X and all those people that are talking about that kind of stuff. I don't think girls have that on their side. Yeah. I hope they get it, but to me, it just feels like everyone's idolizing. And I I don't see that ending. Yeah. I hope it does, though. Yeah. Because I have nieces, so. Yeah, it's a a weird world out there, man. Yeah, very weird. Did you want to talk about underrated album songs oh yeah uh did you guys work like do your list of stuff i did i I have a few songs actually before we do that i gotta ask you guys a question i think it'll help us kind of segue into that after that after your question i actually have like a question too and it's oh you can ask it first all right uh this is a touchy subject and i just want to be i just want to keep it real about this you know um I'm really big in awards, award shows, and I, I think that's a great way for artists to get their, I like to see artists get their respect. In sports, you have the championships. You know, right. artists don't have that. So it's like the closest thing you have to like saying, I won something, I accomplished something, getting an right. award. And I seen the awards for rap album, uh, the nominations, I mean. For what award show? Um, the Grammys. Okay. And Mac Miller was listed. Mm-hmm. And who's a great artist and, you know, RIP, because that's just a terrible situation. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion on how much of that do you feel like is political versus well-deserved? Did you listen to the Mac Miller album? I did. I didn't bump it like I mean, it didn't catch me to... What was the category? Uh, Best Rap Album. album. I'm about to look up and see what the list is right now. I can tell you half the list. It's Cardi... Travis um, Scott. Yes. Mac. Yes. Nipsey. And Push. Yes. Those are the five. Yeah. Um, what made me ask that was because, before you uh, answer, I've been, no- X's uh, single, 
the one, not the new one. Um, oh, the sad. sad, yeah. And that's been playing a lot really heavy. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's like when you, is that going back to the whole when you pass being more that appreciated? Song, you know that song did like. That's 100%. Yeah, yeah, like I, that's did, a fact I agree. At this point. But that you know that song before he died was like already a huge song. It went number one, I think, before he. But no, it, it might have went number one after that. I don't know if you guys listen to Q, but it's still in heavy rotation today. Well, it only came out like the beginning of this year, I think. But how many that's songs huge, to still be on rotation today? Like that's well, I mean, if you listen to Q, you, you got sad here. God's plan. You know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. shit that came out the exactly beginning of the year. Easy, I mean, that kind of that that one's very new though. Yeah. And so it's like, I just want to, do you think, is Mac Miller, are they being more appreciated now that they're past? Or do you, do you, do you see that album still being, if he was still alive here today, do you still, that, still see that album being? I think it would have still got nominated only because of the content on the album. Because mm-hmm. he's talking about like self-care and love and things like that. So I think it would have still got nominated because that's the kind of albums that the Grammys nominates for it. So I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with them dying. Yeah, it, it could have played a part. But if that was the same thing, then they could have done that with a bunch of different rappers. I mean, they could I think have... it's really naive to say that their death didn't have a part in how big they got. Every time, especially an artist that's very mainstream, right? There, this is this is a money grab. Like, let's let's not front. Right. You know what I mean, like, you see the promotion gets way bigger. You see that they're plugged everywhere. You see that. I obviously there's a big part that's respect. I'm showing my respect, so I'm gonna put a banner, R.I.P. This artist. Right. Yeah. But as soon as you click it, it's still a link to the album. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe just for me, it's that's in one of my top albums this year. But that's just for me. So maybe. Yeah. And I I mean, that's why I have that opinion. I'm just answering his question though. That it. If we're gonna be real about the situation, yes, it does have an impact. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I agree. I agree that most people. Probably didn't check out this album until he died. Yeah, yeah. that's and that, that's all I was getting at, and I just feel like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying it's wrong to to play someone or give them more uh, credit after they pass, but just to acknowledge that, I just feel like there were so many albums that came out this year. Yeah. I honestly feel like his album could have gotten lost in this in the mix. So, but then whose album would you put in there besides his? Scorpion. But Scorpion, do you know that for rap album it has to be fifty fifty one percent rapping oh so it's not it was that's why he got nominated for album of the year but not rap album because i have the same thing but i also don't think that scorpion is a top five album this year i think that scorpion has content that can make it a top five album this year but because there's too much filler on it it falls out of contention it's just way too long yeah so these are the top albums or the top artists this is the top rap album that so scorpion didn't get nominated because it had a whole bunch of singing on it okay what is what's the album for top rap album that did not make it i thought um what album was i just thinking about that i thought should have made it i just tweeted about this too and i can't remember which album it was there was a big one i'm, I'm really happy about the nipsey one because i thought that that was a great j rock surprised to see j rock i would have liked to see on there um, i did like that they nominated push it only even though it was only seven songs because that's one of my personal favorites this year cardi i get it oh pushes is on there yeah i love that yeah. album. that shit yeah. Um, I do love that they put Cardi on there because obviously her album was a big moment oh, and sure. like mm-hmm. her being the big woman being pushed and everything and yeah. then there was a bunch of hits on that fucking album so nice. I get that can uh, I, can I uh, kind of go off on that real fast yeah, we're going to yeah. go back to the uh, underrated album That's great. Um, going off of Cardi though 
Do you think that this divorce with Offset is real? Or do you think that this is a no. plot? no. I yeah. just saw really? a tweet from Offset that says, fuck y'all, I miss Cardi. Bro, he's got an album coming out soon. I, 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 no part of me thought that this was real. Really? As soon as I saw the, there was a video that Service, well, not Service, but she dropped, and it was pretty much talking about like, oh, that's my baby daddy, blah, blah, you sexy, blah, 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 love this motherfucker, like shit like that. And then the next time I saw a video of Cardi, Keep in mind, I'm not searching for these videos. So they're big enough that I just stumble upon these things. You know what I mean? Right. So that's one thing in the back of my mind that makes me think that they're being pushed. Second thing is, um, so the divorce video that Cardi dropped. Yeah. Her talking about business partner and kind of emphasizing that. I'm like, yeah, y'all motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I can, I can definitely see them being like, what's something that'll literally throw everybody off? Mm-hmm. This week, I'm literally posting a video saying how much I fucking love you. Next week, I'm going to be like, yeah, we're divorced. Yeah. yeah. I mean? Like, that's crazy. Right. Know? And it's dominated the headlines yeah. for the oh, last couple of days. 100%. That's why I think it's fake, because I just feel like they're doing this for album promotion for Offset. And I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, like a smash hit with the two of them on his album. Yeah. Although I did read that he's not going to have a feature, but I guarantee you they push that feature now that... Uh, or she, that nobody's gonna have any. He's not gonna have any features on his album, so I guarantee you they push something. Shit, I'm excited for that album. Though. What would you both have to see to believe that this is real? This is they're really broken up. That Cardi's is, got Cardi's got to start dating another rapper. Damn, I think that <laughs> like that's it. like if all of a like, sudden you see like leaked pictures of her on like a dinner date with Meek Mill. <laughs> that'd be wild. I feel like there's still a step in between that that could kind of show you that they're. For real? I don't know what it is. I'm it can't be that. Offset getting pictured with women because apparently that happens all the time. That's why they're working up. Don't yeah, complain. Yeah. It's tough too because especially with them having a kid so it can't even be like they're out together doing something because with them having a kid that could happen right. yeah, exactly. anytime, you know, so. But I, yeah, that, that, that could be. Damn, that's a, that's a solid story. Like, no, we still divorced. We got a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's sealed. Going back to who you, I was thought would be included on there that didn't was Cole. I wasn't surprised about that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I like that album a lot. Actually, that was one of my favorite albums in the last few years. Yeah, that's a good album. Don't get me wrong. I I don't know, man. Yeah, that's the only one that I'm surprised it didn't make it. If if I had to take Mac out for anybody, it'd probably be Cole. Would you keep Mac over Nipsey? I was surprised he Nipsey made it. Me personally, I would, but for the nomination purposes, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm happy Nipsey did because Nipsey's album was really good. Yeah, was but I also think that a lot of the people that get nominated for Grammys are the ones that play the Grammy game, like that go to the Academy and do like yeah. the interviews and stuff like that. Like Chance, mm-hmm. I think he won because he did all the stuff that you needed to do to yeah. make the Grammy people happy. So. I really want to see behind the scenes of this whole Grammy shit, man. Oh, it's all, all these major awards. Like I yeah. want to see like what the tasks are, like yeah. what what's the requirements for you to even be considered. And I want to see the I want to see the people who pick. Well, probably, I also, I it's, like also a, it's like a table of aliens. See, <laughs> I think I there. see this shit differently too. Like, okay, so you guys know Eminem's um, old business partner. I think it's Paul Rosenberg, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's now the head of Def Jam. Mm-hmm. So there was a whole. I used to follow all these guys that used to work at Complex, like with Joe when Joe Budden was working there and all them, right? Now they've all gone to Def Jam, and all of a sudden they go to Def Jam, and I start seeing all these guys tweeting about how. 
Like they're all on Kanye's side again. They're all tweeting about Pusha T's album being album of the year. Mm -hmm. Then I see Complex start picking up a story about Pusha T's album being album of the year. And then all of a sudden he's getting the Grammy nomination. It's like we, I can see the, the pattern of how your guys' influence did that. Mm -hmm. Just because you're Def Jam employees now, but would you be singing that same tune if you were just still Complex? Yeah. I would because I love that Pusha T album. But I feel like once you're up there in that circle, it's just, uh, I feel like, your your fingers or, or toes or whatever you want to say are, are dipped into too many, right. too many pools that you're just gonna start plugging everybody because you're getting paid out everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like crazy. once you get higher up, you just I don't know. I, and I feel like that about all the labels. Like yeah. once you're higher high up in any of those labels, I feel like you're still tasting each label's profits still. Right. Yeah. Like they, there's just a circle at the top. Well, you, know you just think about it too. Like how many artists are signed to different labels, and you have to work out how everybody's going to get split on features and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So everything bleeds into everybody else's business. I feel like it really only, like the the real split comes down on the lower end because yeah. at the top, it's just a pool of money. Right. That's all. It's just, it's just grabbing fucking money. I think an underrated album this year is the Black Panther soundtrack. <laughs> I don't think it's underrated. I thought I, it, was, think I thought underrated. it got a lot of praise. Oh my god! It's a, you know it's that, guy, that got nominated like, yeah. for a Grammy too. <laughs> I think. Grammy, oh really? Yeah. I think so for like best soundtrack or something. Really? Yeah. I think it should win. I fucking love that album. Well, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna put on and my a few list singles of got nominated too. That shit, wow. Yeah, man. all of the stars I think got yeah. nominated for one. Well, I'm glad that it got nominated. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna put um, yeah. on our list of songs. I was gonna put Georgia Smith. I am on there from that. Okay, that one. But I ended up not. I, I had one from that album from my list of songs. Oh, I do want to throw out there for anybody listening. I don't watch these shows, so I have no idea who's being nominated. So yeah. if I say some shit like I just said, <laughs> I have no idea. You know what I mean? But that's dope that they're up there. It is, yeah, I was actually surprised to see them get that love. They got, yeah. they got snubbed at the Oscars, so I was pissed about that. The That's reason why I story. thought it was underrated, sorry to cut you off. The reason why I thought it was underrated is because they didn't use it in the movie. And I know, I know, she gets mad at me saying that all the time, but that album was so good, and they did not, or the soundtrack is so good, and they didn't implement it in the movie. Right, I could see them saying that, like, their, their excuse would be that you want to use, like, thematic music because it's a cinema movie, you know, right? Mm. But at the same time, if... Black There's Panthers so many felt, emotions in that soundtrack. It, right, and it felt like it was placed in an urban environment to start, so the music needed to match that urban environment because mm -hmm. it started off in Oakland, so mm -hmm. I wanted to hear like that fucking, maybe I just wanted to hear that uh, SO, S, what was it, S, SBG? I know you're talking about, yeah, yeah. That one song, yeah, I wanted to hear that shit in the movie, but maybe that's just me being uh, so. What is they it? They did have the... Par uh, paramedic? Pandemic? Yeah. Pandemic? pandemic? Which, like which was the song with The Weeknd? Oh yeah! Oh, that's had, I remember that part. That's when fucking what's his name walks in. Also, he's like doing yeah, this like club, weird thing right? with his shoulders. So it's weird. Like, like, he looks like the, he looks like Diddy back. That was definitely one of the first ones oh, I jumped one. to on the track list. Mm -hmm. Seeing the weekends, oh, the weekends on here. I listened to the song, like ah, not really funny. But when I seen it in the movie, I was like, damn, this dumb song is dope. Like, it fits the oh, scene. I liked. I liked. There's the only two songs that they played. Like it was that song, and yeah. I think it was pandemic in the car, but it was muffled. Oh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. I, I, to you, but I thought about even realize that. Yeah. Like that. There are so yeah. many, so many, like, I wish that I had the time that I could just go back and just throw in songs <laughs> yeah. where I want to, you know what I mean? I'm going to look up the, the name of that song only because I hate when I'm listening to other podcasts and they talk about a song and they yeah. never look up yeah. what it is, so. Y'all motherfuckers got a computer in your face? <laughs> yeah. I've only seen the movie one time when it, when it came out in I've seen it I, I didn't catch that. I've seen it too many times. We were on a cruise this year and that shit was every night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm obligated to stream it in the background just yeah. because 
because yeah, because I fucking love that movie. Um, it was such a dope. It was so dope for me too. What do you think about Michael B. Jordan as an actor? Paramedic. Oh, he's paramedic. Um, so going back to awards, going back to awards, uh, Michael B. Jordan got robbed on the Oscars. Not getting nominated. That's a different story. When he's it comes great, to what? He should have got nominated for best actor. Black Panther. Yeah, in that movie. I thought he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor because he wasn't He didn't the, get nominated at all. Oh, he, he would have been supporting, huh? So yeah. Chad, but Chad didn't get a nomination. He didn't get a nomination. There were some and big, Ryan, really big movies. Ryan Coogler didn't get a nomination. There were some really big movies that even if he would have got nominated, he would have been. Like, the, they, they're going to give fucking Lady Gaga and what's, her, what's his name all the awards for that one movie. The, you know what I'm talking about? The yeah, the Fault Star the, is no. Born. Yeah, which was actually a great movie. I'm Kinda not taking anything that. away from that movie, but... Um, they're gonna give the, all the awards to that. Michael right. B. Jordan. Going back to your question, it, I think he's a great actor. I like, I like his versatility. I, I watched uh, the first time I really watched him was I don't know if you guys watched Friday Night Lights, that mm-hmm. TV show. Yeah, he played the quarterback. I was like, he's cool. And he's in The Wire too. Yeah, he, I didn't really watch The Wire though, no. so I can't even go off of that. Thanks. And then I watched. Uh, <laughs> so I, went for, I, I started The Wire. <laughs> I, I, I didn't restarted. get through it. Oh, I just restarted it. Really? I watched one on season. season three, I watched okay. one season of The Wire, and it was really dope. So actually. if you see that pop up on your private video, that was me. This guy. <laughs> um, I have an unpopular opinion. I feel like what is it? That's just gonna be my thing. For the Wire is not good. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, I don't think he's as good as everybody says he is, man. I just don't, like every time I watch him, yeah. it looks like he's trying to act. <laughs> like I just don't believe him as a character ever. Like I haven't. So you, you didn't believe him besides in Black Creed. Panther. Besides oh. Creed, Creed, that movie I think he did really well. He's a natural fit. I think probably like he can yeah. play himself. Yeah. And I haven't seen Creed 2 yet. I'll probably see it this weekend. Dumb movie. Yeah, I, I, it. It I really loved good. it. Yeah. yeah. But everything else that I've seen him in, it just seems so forced. I thought Killmonger's his best role. I don't like see, that, See, I'm with that. you on that, that too, when I was watching, because everybody kept saying, oh my God, one of the best wait, Marvel. Wait. You do think he was good or don't? I, not that I don't think he was good. I don't think he. I don't think <laughs> he was. As, I don't think he was as good as people made he it out. Be, I thought he was better than. Like, that's why I wanted to give him best actor. I thought he was better than Chad. No, because I kept saying everybody. Well, and I'm a huge Marvel fan, so if you, if you're only watching Black Panther and you see that, of course you're gonna be like, oh, that's the best villain that I've ever seen. If you're comparing it to just random Marvel movies you watch. But they, people were saying it's the best Marvel villain ever and all that. I was like, no, no. bro. No. Heath Ledger. So I went in there. Oh, well, he's, he's DC, but he's 100%. DC, but yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I see. Look, the, the disclaimer, I don't watch, I don't like watch any of those. Like, or I don't follow DC or Marvel or anything. Oh, you should. I get you on that. So I get you. I, that, I'll watch them because I always want to see good effects. Yeah. So I kind of go in hoping for that. I leave disappointed a lot. When it comes to those movies, like mm-hmm. there's a few movies, and I know they're probably the most childish out of all of them, but like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I like those ones. I like it because it's so far fetched. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the other shit, you can't have a superhero with normal people. That doesn't make Did sense. Did you like me. Infinity War though? <laughs> no. Oh man, that was a weird way to end the movie. Like, my thing is, you guys got so much fucking money. This shit needs to look. This shit needs to look like this is real. <laughs> it doesn't look real. No, but the- I don't know if I'm this. I don't have an imagination anymore. But the, you know, the, the movie ended like that because there's going to be the, the, the second half of the story is a redemption story. I get that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I kind of liked it ending like that because usually with the hero movies, especially, they always end well. I want to see a movie that doesn't end well, and I was happy that it didn't end well. But the movie didn't end. Like, I mean, it. It's going to be continued, but I'm saying that, like, like the end of uh, Dark Knight, right? Like, it didn't, you knew it was going to be a continuation and it's going to keep going because you have to keep telling Batman's story. But at the end of that, you felt like Batman was fucking defeated. 
And so you're anticipating the next one because you're like, how is he going to come back from this? Same thing with the Avengers. I'm like, half the fucking people are gone now. So how the hell are they going to get back from this? And then you start going on Reddit and going down the deeper down the the hole. And then it's just When When I said it's hard to have superheroes with real life people, I take that back actually because I think Iron Man did a good job with that mm-hmm. because there wasn't a lot of CGI. The only yeah. CGI is pretty much the the suits, right? Right. For the most part, and then missiles, I guess. But as soon I as, get what you mean now. It's like becoming too like magical. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a world that's supposed to be like that, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's a whole nother world. Who you can do whatever the fuck you want? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like you're not. Yeah. Bound I understand by the, the physics of, of the world that I fucking live right. in. Come on. Well. You know what I mean? <laughs> To, to yeah. understand the, the shit that I see with my eyes, come on. Did you, you guys see mean? that Kyrie video of him balancing? On the basketballs? Oh, yeah. No. Did you tell me what that before? Bro, that's why I don't think we really understand the physics. That <laughs> shit is crazy. I'm just saying, though, if you watch that, you're like, I can completely see somebody doing that, but you have to be so above average when it comes to a human. Right. It still makes sense. Like, yeah, you can do it. I can't do it. But you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Tyler, going back to your opinion on Michael B. Jordan, why do you think it? Why do you think he gets so much praise? I, I've seen people like Denzel and Jamie Foxx endorse him. Like that's what it is. It's the endorsing. It's the marketing. I'm uh, telling you, man. With good marketing, with good marketing, <laughs> anything can pop. Yeah. Anything. But what makes you think like guys like those? What do you think those actors see though? Because you're saying you see you you're seeing a guy that's he's trying too hard. What do you think they're seeing? A guy that's trying hard. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna back you up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. He, I don't know why he's the chosen one. Yeah. That's a good question, he man. I, I feel like he's the chosen one. I think he's the chosen one because there's nobody else. Like, there's no other like, there's no other black actor right now that can fit all these roles. Like, can be a superhero in one, can be the funny guy in another, can be the boxer in another. Like, there's nobody that checks all those boxes. I sound like such a contrarian on this podcast, but I don't think that's true. I really don't. For example, you have musicians. There's a lot of trash rappers. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. I know you've heard somebody that's not signed that is really good. I know you've heard singers that are really good. Why don't they have deals? Well, no, because, but I'm saying that there's nobody in the entertainment industry right now. No, I think that they're not allowing anybody in the entertainment industry right now. But who, like, if you think of any, there's, there's a lot of black You're actors. You're thinking of who, all the named people. Yeah, sure, there might not be somebody that's mainstream that can fit these roles. Sure, I will agree right. with you on that. But that doesn't mean that there aren't people that can fit these there's roles. There's someone in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, but there's like, somebody in federal yeah, way that can do this. But, but Michael like, B. Jordan on, has the, shot, the history yeah. for them to be able to push it because they can be like, okay, he was a child actor. Now he's coming to this point. Like, there's a history for him. It's not just some unknown name coming out of nowhere. I get that. Like, he was groomed to be this. He it wasn't like they just picked him. He was groomed over time. Like they started putting him in very friendly roles. Hardball. Until he <laughs> took. Until he took. Um, well, Fruitvale Station, that's when I think oh, he started yeah, yeah, separating yeah. himself from yeah. being like the mainstream actor, but then went back to it when he did Black Panther. I think if I talked about him more, it would start to sound very conspiracy-like. Yeah. Like, it really would. I don't know why he's up there. I just don't think that he's the Like, he's a good actor. Yeah. I just don't think he's the best. I which, really don't. Which of his movies do you like? You said Creed. That. I think that's the only one that I believe. Did you did you like, um, or I don't know if you saw the one with him, and it was him, Zac Efron, I seen and that one. Miles Teller. The oh, what was the... It's like the bromance movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, can't I don't like it. I can't you didn't like it? Oh, I fucking love that That was shit. a good movie. Like it was that. a good movie, but <laughs> I just... I don't like how forced he seems, man. Maybe this is how he naturally talks. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. just 
talks Could like that. I don't know. I just I feel like I'm doing a really bad job of explaining it on a talking podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't just. Hey man, just some people just don't like it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah it's, it's, you don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, it's, it's just, just he's just not natural. Like it's not like natural it's like Ben Roethlisberger for me, right? I know he's a good quarterback. I just fucking hate the dude. <laughs> and it's it has nothing. Well, actually, it has everything to do. I don't with hate him, Michael B. Jordan. I just don't think he's <laughs> as good as what people say he is. That's all. No, I am I not can, saying I that he doesn't that. deserve what he gets yeah. either. Like, he's I'm a goat, goddamn it! Leave him alone. I can respect that, but Denzel's a goat. That's another thing. And it's funny that Denzel is one of the ones that are backing him up because I don't feel that way about Denzel. No. Really? I don't care. I'll be the hated one in the podcast. I don't care. I'm going to tell you how I feel because I'll tell, I'll tell anybody this shit. Denzel, this is uh, real quick though. I mm-hmm. have to put Denzel up there because this dude, when you play a civil rights leader, damn boxer, a dirty cop. There are movies that he is good in. Yeah. There are movies that I love that he's in. Yeah. I just. There's a lot of the times that he he's just not believable to me. Yeah, what is think, the movie where I he's think a cop? Gemini might strike you. <laughs> he said he did super close. No, that's how to make sure I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, close to the mic right? and everything. Yeah, you're like, uh, Gemini has had a couple his, of drinks. Vers- to me, it's just the versatility, man. Like, every role, he does so many different roles. You know, I just like he the, kills them all. Frank Lucas and Malcolm X. I think that Denzel Washington is so straight edged to me. And I think that Michael B. Jordan kind of has that vibe to me, too. That when you start doing something, it's like a Drake. Like when you start doing something that's more aggressive than I perceive you, yeah. which is, I, it, it loses me. That's you know funny I mean? that you say that though, because I think Drake has a tattoo of Denzel on him. He does. <laughs> it's all connected, man. It's all connected. I'm saying, man. Oh, I don't funny. pick up these vibes from nowhere, oh, man. That's all right? so funny that you said that because he literally has a Denzel tattoo, which is weird and another topic that we should cover yeah. some other time. But yeah. Uh, about what you should and be shouldn't tattoo. I think even Denzel was uncomfortable about that. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't find that. Oh flattering. wow, he really did. <laughs> <laughs> that's just hella funny. That is hella funny. Yeah, man. I don't. That's just that not. I'm oh, sorry. No, I love Andre Three Thousand, but I would never tattoo Andre Three Thousand's face on my body. I would never tattoo. That is an interesting take. Though. I don't think I've ever heard like anyone not say Denzel was. At least one of the best. I just like him because even the movies that people are like, oh, yeah, this is undoubtedly a, de- a classic Denzel movie. I'm like, yeah, of course those are. But then there's movies that kind of fly under the radar from him that I love. Like, I loved uh, the one where he de- – it was Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. Where he, really I love that movie. one. I love – there was one where he was like a cop where somebody blew up. They were kind of – it was kind of like Deja Vu where somebody blew up his house. Oh, he was in that train movie. Pelham 123 or something? Yeah, yeah. That shit was good. I don't remember seeing that. But I know what you're talking about. This this is my point, though. Like, (laughs) what we're saying, like, he's, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, (laughs) he's just very square. So when he plays square roles, I I get it. Like, it makes sense. (laughs) Denzel's like Jay Prince to me. I just don't talk any bad about him because I don't. American Gangster? Like, that's a good movie. He just doesn't do it for me. Man, I was sold on that. I like that's like that's one of my top five favorite movies ever, and because of I thought he killed that. He just doesn't seem like a kingpin to me. (laughs) What about Training Day though? When he was like the cop kingpin. He doesn't. Oh man, he made Snoop Dogg fucking eat a pen. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was awesome. He just doesn't. He's not believable to me. He's not believable to me when it comes to a mean character. I don't see him as a mean person. It took the fucking Russians taking him down to take him down. He walked out of his own hood unscathed. He was banging what's her name in that movie too? Uh, Uh, Eva Mendes. Oh, Eva Mendes. That's funny. Oh man. 
That's, yeah, that was a great take. Oh, but going back to underrated projects this year, um, I feel like the black one, like the, unanimously, people seem to love it, but it didn't get as much praise as I thought it was going to get. Maybe it's because it doesn't have like a hit on it, besides maybe Pretty Little Fears, but that's like a slow hit. East Atlanta Love Song? That's a single, a big hit. Uh, what was it? Is it a big hit? I think so. I don't think I've heard it on Cube. That's yeah, you know, it's, it's really hard for me to tell what a hit is these days because if <laughs> I really like a song, I'm gonna play it a lot. Because you know what's funny is that like, this of, shit is a hit. None of the uh, over here played uh, three hundred times on my phone. Like I never hear the, any of the Takashi songs on the radio except for Fifi, but all of them make Billboard. Oh, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So you're I mean, right. yeah, I guess I don't really know what a hit is. Yeah, these what days. constitutes? Because the last time I've called out like a certified hit was what I sent you. Uh, what was it? Un. Unforgettable when it was just Sway Lee. Mm-hmm. And when I sent that, I was like, this shit's gonna be a hit. And then it came out with French, and I thought that it was gonna flop because it seemed too, it didn't seem like the original. I actually have and a French song for the playlist that's kind of underrated. No stylist? No, that's a good song. <laughs> I do like that song. I don't know how that one flew under the radar, too. I like the song. Unforgettable still gets played, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the song that's that I think will last the next 10 to 15 years. I'm yeah. upset to hear that there's a, a version that exists without French on it. Is uh, Jeremiah on it? Interesting. That's the first thing I thought was like French didn't need to be on. Because I sent it to this guy, I was like, this this song's fire, and it had somebody else on it, and then it leaked with somebody, another person on it, and then somehow it got to French said he paid a hundred grand for that song though. It's a good investment. Yeah. Very good investment. <laughs> yeah. I think uh Tide All Signs Beach House Three kind of flew under the radar. Which one the did Beach House three? was that this year? Yeah. The beginning of this year. I thought that shit came out in like November. Oh no, that was uh, maybe he put out his other project was, uh, maybe that was the deluxe version of his last project. Possibly. Oh, shit, you are 100% right. I don't know why I had that on here. <laughs> November, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, October. Damn. I mean, my memory's a little bit better than I thought it was. Yeah, because I was going to say, I remember. That's why I flew under the radar this year. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> I, re- I remember it being cold out, and I was playing that. Uh, there's a song on there that I, it's like one of the last ones. It's just him. That's a weird time for that to release now I think about it. Yeah. Like, that is a summer album. That's why. Well, wasn't it just the deluxe version that came out in October? I think that the, the Beach House 3 came out way sooner than that. The deluxe version just had a couple October more October 27, 2017. Oh. Well, maybe I'm... One black. project that flew on the radar for me was Black Atlas, The Weeknd's Artist. Uh, you guys knew who that is? I, don't, I didn't mean to laugh. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny that somebody's called Black Atlas. I picture, like, a bunch of pirates and shit. But, uh. No, the album is dope. It's The Weeknd's Artist, which I don't know why he doesn't promote them. But it's no, I see. I see. They, they, he's kind of letting. He's doing the organic thing, like that. They kind of tr- are trying to do with like the OVO stuff. Like, yeah, just let him kind he of sounds like definitely. Stuff. He actually sounds like an OVO artist because they have a OVO just signed somebody that's similar to him. His name's Plaza. Oh, okay. so check that out. But uh, I heard a, a couple songs. It's not. It was dope to me, bro. Yeah. Um, I think speaking of the weekend, I've been saying this the whole year, <laughs> but I think that that fucking six song weekend EP what, under the radar. And I put one of the songs on my list. No. You, love, you love the weekend, huh? No, because there was just so much emotion behind that album. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then like, I watched the I watched the Coachella performance too live. Well not live. It's funny how we say live, but I watched it the YouTube live stream <laughs> yeah. of it. But uh it came to the part where he was talking about Selena Gomez and giving up his kidney for her or whatever, because mm-hmm. she had cancer or whatever. And he's like fucking crying. And I was like, see, this is that good shit, bro. Because you know it's it's not. Nobody else wrote this. You know it was from him. Mm-hmm. You know this was straight from the heart. Like, that's real art. It kind of reminded me of Californication a little bit. That's a good show. That's a great show. Uh, but yeah. With, with The Weeknd being such a big pop artist, why do you think that album didn't get a lot of Because it was an EP. Yeah. Six songs. I think that the original plan was to put out three of them 
and it was going to be like a new trilogy. Like he put out three separate EPs, and then it would just become an album. But I think it was all supposed to be sad. Like it was what the second album was supposed to be called. It was My Dear Melancholy. We're, the next one was We're Alone in This Together, and then the third one was supposed to be Sincerely Able. And it was like supposed to be all the sad music about Liz and Bella and all that, and then him and Bella got back together, and that derailed everything. It's nice and happy place. <laughs> now there's just there's probably some fire music in the vault about him just doing drugs and just fucking spiraling out of control. Yeah. I think we've also come to one through. Well, not the drugs part, but just you know. <laughs> all right, let's start talking. That's funny. When it comes to the albums that you guys like. Mm-hmm. What are the main characteristics that draw you guys to these albums? For me, it's definitely the artist. Yeah. A lot of, I was just looking through my library of music and a lot of the music, most of the music I listen to is because I get excited because of the, I, I'm a fan of the artist. Astroworld, download that immediately, added it to the library, Scorpion. I have Ye's album on there. Like I'm that guy. So I like an artist a lot. I'm looking forward to your album. It doesn't really matter how the album sounds as long as it's from that person? No. that It does matter because I don't like Ye's album. I still have it, mm-hmm. but that's that's what drew me to it is because it was him. Okay. It's, it's actually hard for me to get into. I'm so naturally just like closed-minded to other music. Like I just don't even like give it a play. I have to listen to the radio. I hear a hit. Then I'll go check out your album. Mm-hmm. But if not, if, if I don't know who you are... I'm not, I don't just go out. I'm not. I don't like ever just go out like looking for music. Um, I would be content listening to every artist I know now. So you just told me that you have artists that you like, and that's how you go find your music. Correct. But then you also just told me that you have an artist that you like, and you didn't like some of his music. Well, I was just saying that's how I find my well, music. So I have a follow-up question. Yeah. So that shows that it doesn't have to do with the artist. Like, there's music that you like. The artist can make music that you don't like, period. You know what I mean? True. So it's you just... Like that Usher album. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's more about... No so what, what about the songs? What like, makes me like this song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, I get what you're just saying. That's a great question. I should really put some thought into that. Definitely, though, it has to... I know I have to have a good beat. Okay. And by good beat, usually it's something fast and I feel like it's up, puts you in a good mood, active, you know? Um, so are you more of a background noise person? Are you more of like a like a dance mood or like a like I I need to listen to these lyrics like I need someone to spit, you know what I mean? I hardly ever listen to me, like even for me I enjoy the flow now more than the bars. Mm-hmm. If I, you just had a good flow, I'm, I'm going to rock to that. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Just like, being I, real. I get I'll, that. I'll be real about that. Like if you got a weak flow like that's which part of the reason not, it's part of the reason I don't listen to Kendrick as much because, like, the whole, like, rapping hella fast. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like that flow. Kendrick got a weak flow, huh? <laughs> no, it's not a weak flow, but that's not the kind of flow I want. Yeah, that's an unpopular J-Rod opinion. J-Rod says that Kendrick's got a weak flow. Well, fucking J-Rod in the building. Three of us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, too. I think it's the artist that draws me more. Um, but I'm also, like, a fan of, like the people that they're putting on the album too, that draws me a lot too. So if it's like an unknown artist that I don't really know that well, but they have some big features on it, then mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Like I started listening to Little Baby and Gunna because I saw like Thug was on there and I saw other people hyping him up. So that's how I found them. So do you, you, do you take the, um, do you take the features as 
an endorsement that you trust per se yeah i'm like if they're willing to hop on this record that like for example Moneybag yo like i've never really listened to his music that much i've heard mm -hmm. it maybe in passing I saw he had a J. Cole feature, so I ran to listen to the J. Cole mm -hmm. feature, and then I started listening to other stuff, and I was like, actually, I kind of rock with some of this stuff. So, um, yeah, I think the feature does it for me, and even the production on it, too. If I see, like, there's a big beat from somebody on there, I'm like, oh, okay, I want to hear more of Cardo, or I want to hear more Just Blaze, or whatever, so. So, to sum it up, you're more of who the artist fucks with. Yeah, I think, yeah, because I think that's how I end up finding a lot of artists, too, that I don't, wouldn't necessarily look for if they didn't have that cosign. Would you say that you're more lyrical inclined, lyrically inclined, yeah, than I like, melodically inclined? See, and I think that's why the Weekend album was so great to me, is because it was more of, like, songwriting driven. I like that kind of stuff. But then there's times where, like, the 6 9 album, like, I didn't think it was bad, but there's mm -hmm. times where I just want to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. But usually the time that I want to hear that stuff is in the car. Mm -hmm. or at the gym but when I want to listen to lyrics it's more of the time when I put 2k down to 5 on the volume and then play it over the bluetooth speaker that's crazy would you two say that you actively seek out new artists absolutely actively I think seek so. out new artists mm, sometimes if I'm in the mood yeah, I would say if I'm in the mood. Like yeah. That's, that's really it. Because there's sometimes where, like, they'll, they'll pop up as recommended. Yeah. And I've listened to everything else already so many times that I'll just click it. You know? Like, right. yeah. Then there's sometimes where I'm just like, yeah, but what else is out there? Because I do listen to the same shit all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'll yeah. go out my way. I think word of mouth is a big thing, like, and not to bring up another podcast, but, like, the Joe Budden podcast was the reason I listened to the, the Reason album. The reason I listen to the reason now, <laughs> but yeah, like I do think it's it's a cosign too, like and also, like to kind of go back. Um, actually, I just lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was gonna say. I, I do that too. So yeah, <laughs> when it comes to music for me, I think a huge part like I'm extremely vibe energy oriented, like extremely. Right. Like if I like to be at a very uh, constant state where it's um, I'm very calm. You know what I mean? And if I can maintain that. I'm golden, you know what I mean? So if there's something that I can, it's almost like a, if I can listen to something that's kind of like hypnotic, you know what I mean, and just kind of keep me in that state, I'm, I'm in. See, that's the kind of music I like to listen to when I'm playing video games because it's like a vibe in my room where I like turn off the light, maybe light a candle. My guy sets the <laughs> so, Yeah, this is like, well, you know, maybe light like a candle or just, or I'll put... <laughs> you know, it's, sorry, like, it's like, it's like my relaxing time, right? So like... <laughs> Turn the light off, light a candle, like just relax. There's some other adult 21 plus activities. Wait, what? I was gonna say smoking. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. You might as you might yeah. want to say that. Whatever. Okay, so smoking weed, right? Like, so smoking. I like like the I like the vibe. So it's, yeah. when I do that kind of stuff, I want the music that matches that vibe. That's when I listen to a lot of the R and B shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I get a lot of music too by listening to like randomly something will come on the TV or like mm -hmm. on Twitter. I'll randomly go over a video and then that's how I find that. And then I go to end up listening to their whole discography and be like, okay, some of this stuff is cool. If I I have like this weird um, like where my hype songs are people's sleep songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know, like, me and Tay, like, she likes to listen to the hype shit. Like, normal hype, like, you know, some Migos or some shit before we leave. Right. I'll be cool with fucking Party and Miguel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's I'll be hype, bro. Like, <laughs> and it's weird. I don't know what it is. Same, dude. Like, I, actually, a funny story that I remember, and you're involved in this, too, is when we were at, we were at Eastern, and we were all don't in... Don't incriminate. 
We were all in, no, no, no. We were all in Drew's <laughs> basement, remember? And I played that Rick Ross and Usher song. Do you remember that? Was, like, was, was that like, the one when Brian didn't want to hear it? Yeah, and yeah, nobody yeah. else in the room wanted to hear it. They're like, this is the fucking yeah, go yeah, out yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, see, I like that yeah. kind of shit when I'm going out. No, I get that. Yeah, man. I, I something about, you know, when I listen to like, uh, like especially like sex songs, like, mm-hmm, yeah. like that, that gets me hype. And it's not because of the sex yeah. talk, but it's more like, it reminds me, you know how like every dude has like, they either had it or they're in it, like the player aspect of them yeah and i feel sure. like it brings it out of you, you yeah. know what i mean and it's like i don't know it's it, especially before you go to the club you want the like kind of swagger yeah but i mean even it, like clearly i have a girlfriend you know yeah. what i mean so it's not like i'm out here trying to be a player it's just i feel like that part of my soul still needs attention <laughs> <laughs> and i and i and i i, I eat off of it you know yeah. what i mean yeah. Yeah. so I for me it. music like that is very specific though like i would only i find myself only listening to that kind of music like if I have, if I'm about to meet up with someone, mm-hmm. or no, that's probably about it. I don't think I would just like bump. I gotta like watch sex music. Yeah, if you're gonna meet up with a female that you're yeah, with. or okay. not even meet up, but if if I'm she's on my mind, I'm like, man, I really want like something like that. But it's really intentional when I listen to that music. Interesting. So when I say sex music, I'm talking about like. Um, like cherry songs, nah, nah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. like just like a cherry songs type. Cherry songs, makes, period. See, that's yeah. when I but that's when I start doing weird shit, like not buttoning my shirts up all the way, like oh, yeah, nah. wearing white jeans, <laughs> like wearing white jeans oh, yeah, and nah. shit out to the club. Like I can't listen to that kind of stuff before that. I don't know. It just gets me in like this. Uh, it just gets me in a uh, not pumped up, but it's. Uh, not fulfilled. I don't want it to sound weird. You know what I mean? But I get it, what you mean, though. It just it just puts you on a level that you need to be to go out. This is yeah. only a level that you know. It's almost like when you drink and you get tipsy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you kind of feel this confident, you know? Yeah. I definitely like, think that the music I, I plays, that. plays a role in how drunk or how, I guess, high if you smoke. Like, I definitely think that the music plays a part of that, too, because I'm more inclined to feel more drunk if the music's dope, too. Yeah, you I can know. see that. It definitely... Boost some but on, the, but on the flip side too, if the music's bad, it just makes you want to drink more. So. <laughs> True. You can drunk either way. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, either way, we're getting drunk. What are you guys looking forward to next year when it comes to music? Since it's a very um, music-heavy podcast, less, well end less joint right. albums. Less joint albums. Who the, would you? Okay, who would you like to see do a joint album? You know what's crazy? My number one choice would have been Quavo and Travis, and that was terrible. I don't think it was terrible. Uh, not terrible, but I, I like those artists a lot, both mm-hmm. of them. I just think they sound too similar to each other for that for that album to be, like, is it, okay, like when I think of joint albums, I think of like Kanye and Jay, right? Like, yeah, I think that's the standard. So and I don't think anyone's come close to that. Well, not just that's that, just but not fair. yeah, we'll see. And that's <laughs> that's the other but what I'm saying in that in that case is I Kanye it, Kanye and Jay Z's styles are so very vastly different, but mm-hmm. they can come together in like a unison that works for both of them yeah they have but a cohesiveness have, and i, I think when you have thing, two artists that sound the same like it just it doesn't stand out at all i think a, a, a good thing that worked out for them too i think they were genuinely friends or seen each other as family you know what yeah. i mean as far as a lot of the other guys they just get hot and this and I, I can't think of all the people who, who who have done them but it just feel like there's a lot of joint albums that are coming out and i get really excited offset. you know yeah. and, and they come on like this isn't it feels like you guys is even uh, Drake and Future. I thought that was like, and maybe someone, maybe one of them alluded to 
like we were just emailing songs back and forth. No, no, no. They, I, I, there was a thing where they said they actually they had gone. Drake had gone down there just to do a couple songs mm-hmm. for both of their albums, and then they ended up just doing a whole the whole mixtape in like six days. Yeah, and I, I could tell. So it was just it was, it was like yeah that. it was just a, <laughs> although that ending to the diamonds dancing is probably one of the greatest outros of a song <laughs> ever. Oh yeah, I love, I love the outro, but it's just. Said, Let's mama, not, mama be ashamed of you. <laughs> there should be some kind of like requirement. Like you guys got to like be cool Dude, for hell. He was long definitely in a flow phase. state. That's for sure. I don't. There's okay. So there's this website online called uh, Kanye to the, and it's like this whole thing. Like it's like a uh, talk or a, like a board. You know, like an online board where you can mm-hmm. talk about stuff. And there's a music section, and there's like a specific Drake section in there. And somebody like made this whole fake story of the vibe that Drake was on when he was in the studio making that. He kicked everybody out. They said that there was candles going, and all the candles blew out when he was making that song. Like it was so fucking funny. You told me about that. I can definitely that, see man. him doing that shit in the dark. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can definitely see him. No lights in the studio. It's all candles. Oh shit. He's got the fucking eucalyptus going. My this Baby. image of uh, future is looking hella awkward. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like, uh, he's like, is this for our song? Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause is this for our song? That's it just came fun. out of nowhere, bro. It's like, are you listening to it? I mean, I think it's dope. It's, it just doesn't uh, fit like, what was going on. You know? uh, I can literally see future just looking at me like, God, this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But like, just, so yeah. Um, they just be super extra. They, they don't work, man. The joint doesn't work. I want two people from different culture not cultures uh different genres to work together for a collab i'm like i would like to see like frank ocean and andre oh like a rap r&b type thing. yeah that'd be nice or like a cool. rap wise i don't know who i'd want to see join album from i think meek and, and jay would put out a good one because it seems like jay i don't want them i don't it's want a be, whole i think it's gonna be a lot of the same song i don't want to i don't want a whole album i would want like if anything from these people working together i'd want like eps yeah, I can like see like a good three track. Yeah. yeah, I would like that. Yeah, three, like I would love to see. I would love to see, uh, of course, Wayne and Drake do something. Even though their styles oh, are similar, man. it's just something that needs to happen. I can see like a three, three track. You know who would be a random one that I would like is uh, Big Sean and Two Chains. Like if they just put out like a four song EP, I think that would be dope. I would like that because I feel like with three or four songs, you would put more time into it yeah, and you'd be more invested. It'd be more with all these other things. I feel like it's just thrown together. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. How many of these guys even be in the studio together? Or, right, you know? or just emailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, interesting, though, about Big Sean. I'm going to make a prediction on here that in a couple of weeks, we're going to find out that Big Sean and Ariana are back together. No. Why would you think that? <laughs> I think, I don't know. There's just like, I don't know. I just, I have a weird feeling. Can her brand just, allow her to be in a relationship, though, with this whole thank you next going on tough? Well, they're trying to say that in the video, there's a part where, I haven't watched the video, so I don't know, but I just saw this well, randomly on the internet that, there's a part in it where she's talking about Big Sean in the song, and then in the video it says he can still get it. <laughs> and then Big Sean and Janae breaking up, and like it just seems like all weird timing. I could definitely see them getting back. It's together. not far fetched because Sean's been on the move fast. So yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't be. Surprised. I mean, if y'all happy, <laughs> and it's clear. I'm pretty, I'm, I think it's pretty clear that him and Janae are done. Yeah. It almost like, just feels it, like she was playing like music in her Instagram that was like talking about her being hurt and heartbroken. So so it sounds like he's done. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and she apparently she got the tattoo covered. So that's a wild tattoo to cover. Yeah, that was a wild tattoo. Whoa, to get. What are you gonna put <laughs> over that? That's a black so circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a black dot. Holy crap! <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Dalmatian. 
<laughs> and this is mean? no knock on Big Sean. It means this I'm could, solid. This That's what be, it means. This could be anybody's face, so this isn't a knock on Big Sean, but just imagine waking up every morning, just looking down at your room like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like imagine, imagine your drink, right? Mm. And you go, you go into your fucking bathroom and you look at fucking Denzel Washington. I just don't get. At you. I don't get these celebrity relationships. Why they feel like they will last forever? At this point, yeah. I just don't get that. I don't get it. You really think that you're gonna last with this other celebrity enough to get his fucking face on you? Really? Based well, on the maybe, track record of everybody else in your industry? Maybe she thought because, you know, Sean was on his whole spiritual shit. She was on her spiritual shit. Like, this was a spiritual connection. Well, it's like, it never works. Yeah. So true. why are you different? Right. Damn. Why? Which is just more of a testament of why Jay-Z is the greatest. Because him and Beyonce are still together, so. Barely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was a point. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like oh, God. I mean, they might be great now. I don't know now. I'm yeah. just saying there was a point, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, the shit I'm looking forward to in 2019, I got four albums I actually want. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'm excited to hear these. John Legend. Okay. Uh, his Christmas album's fire, if you guys haven't checked it out. I hate Christmas. He just dropped them? Yeah. Okay. A couple. I'll, well, I'll it definitely. came out like uh, middle November, which okay. I had a theory of why it came out so early. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would they put out a Christmas er- uh, thing so early? But that's so the songs can make it into rotation on the radio, so it makes it into rotation in shopping centers. That makes sense. But okay. um, I, it's good. I, I, it's good. I hate Christmas music. I was about to say, I would much rather have a, a regular John album. But yeah. I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, so John Legend, Rihanna. Would be dope to have a dope. Album. I think that's the the secret album the party's working on is Rihanna. That'd be cool. I mean, I would because it's supposed to be like all reggaeton. Okay, which I think would be fire. Yeah. Anything that she drops at this point, like, yeah. well, my expectations are so high because that last one, oh my god, <laughs> that last She's album dope. was so good. Like, that's kind. Of, I don't want to sound sexist, misogynist, or whatever, but I don't listen to females like that. I don't either. Rihanna's album. You know, I used, like, to, I used to have album, that oh stance too. Like, I didn't like movies with the. Strong female lead, and that sounds super sexist. Oh, that's fucked up. No, but now, like, I've, I've actually been, like, way more open to that because I feel like a lot of the shows, like, they're kind of forcing us to like that. But at the same time, a lot of these women actors that are coming out now, like, have, like, they're, like, strong figures behind their personality, too. So it's, like, easier to sell them as being, like, a superhero or something. But I get why us as a man isn't going to you know connect like that right because yeah. we just don't we don't feel the same emotions they do exactly. but like watching the captain marvel trailer i was like i definitely want to see this shit yeah that's uh, like my take with uh rihanna and like beyonce and their music i don't i don't think we're the audience for them i think that rihanna's last album was very unisex obviously there was very uh, female strong points mm-hmm. but i think that it wasn't a, a traditional um it wasn't a traditional female melody, I guess. You know what I mean? Like there. It's because my man party was all over that. There was like there's a lot more. Ag- Would it be aggression? Would that be a good word to say? You I think it mean? was more of like a, it felt more raw. Yeah, and I it feel didn't like feel that, like super overproduced. It didn't feel like super corny pop lyrics. It was just like raw human emotion. Yeah, which. Regardless if you're male or human, you're or male or human, <laughs> male or woman, you're going to identify with those emotions because not only even if you can't adi- identify with that exact situation, you've been in a relationship with somebody that's had those emotions and yeah. you understand where they're coming. But you from can still do that. that in a way that only vibes with females, and I feel like she didn't do that with that last album. Yeah, it felt very universal. I agree. Very, yeah. yeah. Um, Beyonce, on the other hand, I feel like she's very woman except yeah. for the, deep, like the, we're the not deeper her, cuts we're not her the deeper okay. cuts on her album though like i don't know man i 
I don't know. I'm a huge I don't know why. I think Beyonce's amazing. I just, like I said, I just don't think her music's for me. Yeah. I don't think she's thinking of people. I don't think her singles. I don't think her singles are for me. But I think that some of the deeper album cuts, like some of the stuff like that, the Dream wrote, like that's. He got an album coming out this month. Ooh. He got a, a three track. I mean, a three uh, three tape album. Three tape. I'll yeah, believe it when I see it. Sex tape volume one through three. Where's Where's Terius at, man? Terius. He's really hurt me. Who's your? Uh, is the fourth one? Oh. oh no 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 no. Um, speaking of party, he's one that I want next. I want to go oh, yeah. back to P4. party and then. No, it's Club Atlantis, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I want a Chance album. Did you listen to the new Chance songs? Yeah. I haven't listened to them yet, so oh, I don't really? have an opinion on them. But Wait. The two that just came out last week. I thought you were talking about like the four that dropped. No, I heard the four. That was the secure, with the security one on it, right? So, yeah. So, the, the, last, cool. uh, the last couple of weeks, I've pretty much been listening to all the other albums that came out this year to kind of you yeah. know, recap. So, I haven't listened to brand new shit within the last couple of weeks. So, I'll definitely have to check that out, too. Um, my thing with Chance, though, is I don't know if I really care for as much about the music anymore with him is it the he is it the person like the music is not what's drawing me in anymore like mm-hmm. i'll watch a chance interview for him not for his music so like the music for some reason just to me is it just is not connecting with me the way i think it should be okay i mean and, I, and it's not that. it's just not it's nothing no like bad thing against him it's just for some reason i'm just not i feel like that'd be weird if yeah. all of my album choices for next year you guys are like hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah, hell yeah. 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 definitely yeah. No, but definitely party definitely definitely, party. definitely yeah. john legend who else was i think in those in the drop i mean i'm not excited to see what connie does but i'm curious to see where the direction of his next album is especially if he like the whole africa That's, thing yeah and, what do you guys think the likelihood of a chance kanye collab album is they said they haven't even started that shit yet do you think that's like so do you think it's no i think connie realistic? needs to just stop announcing stuff <laughs> and just actually get in the studio and do it yeah. i think chance wants it enough that he will make sure that it happens yeah like i really think so do you want to see that do you want to see an album from them too yeah, I mean, I like both the artists as artists. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing that. Yeah. It might exceed expectations. You know? I think yeah. that the reason why it would work is because we have such a small sample size. There's they've only done like two or three songs together, right? So yeah. we don't know what really an, a chance in Kanye album would sound like. True. We have a general idea, but yeah, who else? Uh, I'm excited. It's gonna drop the end of this month, but I guess you could consider 2019 as well. We'll probably be talked about that 21 Savage album. Looks like it's gonna be good. That's Gucci my guy. Yeah. Too. I Ooh. haven't listened to that. Gucci just dropped. Oh. I listened to a couple songs. Sound. Is it just I, a, what you would normally? What I expected. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Gucci's good for. He's like Red Cafe to me. Oh, well, first off, Gucci's on a way higher <laughs> platform than Red Cafe. But the the thing is, is like. I know exactly what I'm getting out of every Gucci project, and I know that there's going to be one, two, three, four, like, fire hit, and then the rest of it, I'm just going to be like, meh, I don't mm. really need to hear this ever yeah. again. Like, Red Cafe, for as much fun as he gets made, like, people make of him, he keeps a hit every couple every couple times, yeah, so. Yeah. I definitely feel like Gucci's at a point where he's just going to put out a bunch of music. And, <laughs> and if you buy it, you buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah kind of thing. Rick Ross got an album coming out. I'm excited for that because yeah. his verse on "What's Free" was hard, except for the purple, call it using the f word. Yeah, oh. that was. I was like, damn, he's that's. I mean, I didn't really know what the unless I guess it, it fits his brand to kind of just <laughs> call out whatever the fuck he wants to call out, right? Well, the thing is, like, I don't that that Takashi stuff, like that he was talking about in the verse, seemed mm-hmm. so weirdly out of place. Ross was. 
just him talking about Takashi because there's never been like a connection between the two. Like there's never seen connection. That's what I mean. So that's even that's why I was thinking about those lines even more mm-hmm. and him him using the usage of the word the it's F almost word. Like Takashi fucked up his money. In some way, shape, yeah. or form, and he was saying that the F word to drive his point home, like this is a. I think that there's way more to that than there's probably. Because remember, I was saying the last time. I mean, we're not gonna put out the other episode, but we're talking about Kodak with him and Takashi beefing. Mm-hmm. Like Kodak's from Florida, but Takashi's from New York. But they said it was street shit. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah. The circle's small, bro. Um, but so the I know you watched it. But did you watch that Diddy video I sent earlier? I did. I did okay. So, what I was trying to tie into that was... You got to plug what it is so everybody knows what it is. Okay, so a couple years ago, did you know that that was from a song? I've heard the song before. Okay. But I so, never heard that speech part. It was, it was on the song. Oh. So it yeah, so yeah, on Mastermind, there's a song with Rick Ross and uh, French Montana. I think it's called Nobody, right? Samples a Biggie song, which ironically enough is weird that I'm making this connection between what's free and that speech. Because what's free, they did they sampled what's beef. Mm-hmm. So, um, Diddy talks about in this like rant that he goes on about being a supreme being. Mm-hmm. He's yelling at King Los. You guys know who King Los mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So he's yelling at him, telling him that you want to be like all these other guys instead of wanting to go higher than all these other guys. Then he starts talking about like they're all on here flashing their jewelry and their art, and they can't play the, pay the IRS. So it was kind of it kind of I drew that with what Jay Z was saying on what's free too. Also, like Jay Z was saying. You guys can show as many watches and cars and all this stuff to make it look like you're out here free and that you're, you know, doing well or whatever. But in reality, you're not and you're not standing for something bigger than just the money aspect. Like you guys are you are becoming your own slaves by slaving yourself out Mm -hmm. to these record labels and thinking that just because you're getting paid right in this moment that that's freedom. Mm-hmm. When in reality, this could all be taken away from you at any moment. Like Takashi, you could just be thrown in jail at any moment, mm-hmm. right? And so, I think, and that just goes to a bigger thing in society today is we're so obsessed with chasing these riches and like looking cool for Instagram and all that that we're not realizing that there's a whole bigger point for all of us in the grand scheme of things of like things to be doing to benefit culture and other people instead of just focusing on these things. Because all that stuff will die out eventually, but the people that will last and whose careers have we seen last, like Jay-Z and Diddy, are the people that are doing stuff that's beyond music. I think that's a lot easier to say than to do because uh, the push that an image of being successful brings, like not only does it bring um, confidence, it boosts your ego, um, it gets you accepted, Right. These are a lot of things that people would have to kind of pass up in order to overlook and realize that it's just material. And if you want to be free, you should definitely move your money different. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's easy. I mean, I definitely want to be in that situation as well where I can right. put my money in a better place. You know what I mean? But the influence is real. Right. You know? I do think that just people are doing things like these things for the wrong reasons, like the Sakashi stuff and like the trolling. Yeah, it'll get you fame, but there's so much back. Like you're not aware of all the energy that you're putting out there that's going to be the backlash that eventually comes back to you. Like mm-hmm. you're so focused on that goal instead of having a higher goal than that. Like you're focused on the low-hanging fruit rather mm-hmm. than that. And I think that's what Diddy was trying to say in that. 
And that's what I was just trying to make the comparison because it feels like that's the same thing that Jay Z is saying now, which is it was weird that that song randomly came on shuffle mm-hmm. now after the Jay Z verse. But I just thought it was interesting that it kind of seemed like they were tying in, and it seemed like the people that are prominent figures still in hip hop today are the ones that have that kind of ideology and that kind of sense of like there's a more important thing than just the cars and the jewelry and just like where the mindset is in general for people today it's just like everybody wants to be famous just to be famous but guys i saw a tweet from a guy the other day that was talking about you see the all these people now that are famous we've seen more sad celebrities than ever now Mm -hmm. because people aren't right on the inside Mm -hmm. and i like now that the jay-z's and the diddy's are talking about self-care and going and seeing a therapist because i was one of those people growing up that was like why do i need to go see a therapist if you have a problem you're supposed to work through it on your own but it's like dude therapy is actually really something that people should consider if it works for you if it works for you yeah how do you guys feel about the notion ten thousand followers is more valuable than ten thousand dollars I've seen that many times on social media. I've seen, seen people post that. I've seen that, with, and it's, it's been different scenarios with this exact same question. Like, what would, you, would you take 80 grand in a loan, or would you take 80 grand cash or something? Like, there's a lot of those comparison ones, but... Well, uh, 10,000 followers can potentially make you 10 grand, so right. that seems a lot better. Yeah. Well, it's just like the rap thing, right? Like, And I've seen a lot of more of the OGs talk about this. I think I might have mentioned this on the last time I talked about it. Um, where they're like encouraging artists now, don't, it's really easy for you to go grab the bag from the club, go do an appearance and get 30K real quick, but you're more likely to spend that 30K cash that you just got because it's easily accessible to you right then and there. But they're trying to encourage artists to go and do those small 50, 100 person shows because that builds a real fan base. Because mm-hmm. like Russ, are you guys familiar with the oh, Russ yeah. the rapper? Yeah. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of his music, but he Dude, did I thought his, he was so old. I didn't realize How he was like he? 25. Oh, really? I, I thought, thought he was, he was like, like 30. <laughs> I thought he was 30. <laughs> but the crazy thing is he, he talks about it a lot too, is building your fan base organically. He's like, it took me a longer time to get to success, but now I'm seeing far greater return for my success because I went and built those things. Patience like, is a virtue. Yeah, he's like, now Straight I'm up. selling out the LA Coliseum. Well, I don't know if it's called the Coliseum or the Staples Center or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm selling out the Staples Center right now, and you guys are still doing thousand person venues when you should have been doing that from the get-go no that he's international too yeah he goes to like australia and all that stuff right i'm 100 so. percent down for the slow concise making sure it's right angle yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah right taking your time i thought another interesting thing a point that he brought up too was that uh he's like put everything out don't sit on what whatever you have he's like once you start to sit on stuff and doubt it He's like, what, what does it matter? Like, you're not going to learn anything from it. If you don't put it out, you're not going to learn how to get better. If you do put it out and it's not that great, at least you'll know the, the steps to improve it the next time. I get that to an extent. I mean, if it's trash, it's trash. But Exactly. But like, I think he thinks that well, the way he was saying it was that artists hold on to so much music because like, they're like, oh, I'm going to sit on this hip for a long time that they might miss their moment with that hip because the moment's passed. Yeah, now. if it's like hit-worthy, sure, put it out. But if it's something like... Um, like they are brands. Mm-hmm. You can't taint your brand. Like yeah. that that just hurts you. You know what I mean? I can't I can't imagine Nike being like we have 100 shoe designs for this one that's coming out. Let's throw them all, fuck it. And if they don't work, whatever. That's not going to happen. You know what I mean? I can't really speak on Nike, but yeah. But that's <laughs> uh yeah. Hey, uh, checks over strikes. Checks over strikes for sure. That's what I like. Um uh, 
No, I get what you're saying in that aspect too. But even now, though, like companies like Jordan are just throwing out whatever now too. Oh yeah. You think it's whatever though? Yeah, dude. Have you seen like these fucking pairs of ones that have come out this year? Yeah, but that's a I that's a tried and true uh, uh, platform. You know what I mean? Like now, you're just changing the color. Sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they put like extra like the union ones. Or they what? put like straps on it and like. I don't know. They're like when they start doing of, like the weird iodized shit, like I don't. Like you know how I, I love those uh, those Air Force ones, the the Special Forces ones, the super mm-hmm. high ones. Yeah. The other day when I was at Nike, this lady walked past and goes, "Oh look, honey, they've got hiking boots here." Oh, <laughs> That's hella funny. I can I can see that. I was dying. Like oh, they funny. carry everything here. Hey, Loki, like a lot of those shoes look like hiking boots. I get, you know, those Fear of God boots. I love those. Yeah, but if somebody were to walk down next to an old lady, she'd say some hiking yeah. boots too. You know what I mean? Well, I would think that not maybe necessarily hiking boots, but space shoes. Like you're going somewhere. You know what I really like about Fear of God, though, is that um, they have like this. I think Fear of God kind of fits like my style. Those new Fear of God Jordans are pretty dope. I don't even know what they're called. Like, they just dropped. You know what I'm talking about? Nah, I don't uh, know. Let me bring them up. The shoes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, so, the, the, he called? did. He finally got his own collection with Nike. But the his is more of, like, the basketball, like, Kyrie swag. Yeah, you know, where yeah, it's, like, yeah. high fashion, but it's basketball swag. Like, mm. tucking your pants into your, or your, your sweats into your socks. Air yeah. Fear of God won. Like, mesh, mesh jerseys again. Wow. I'll flip it around, but. He said, "Hell no!" <laughs> Wait, did you did you like the Kanye the Yeezy uh, the I Nike Yeezys? No. So I don't think he's just a fan of that kind of shoe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I like the high I'm, top. Like, like I like Jordan ones, man. I'm a basic guy. I like <laughs> these, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't rock these Fear of God uh, ones. I think in a different. Or did you show them the gray ones? Yeah. I think I do the black. Yeah, the black ones look pretty good. Yeah, I'll show you. You know why? It's because they remind me so much of the Yeezy, the Nike Yeezys. You think the Nikes? They remind me of the um, the, the 750s. Is that the 750s? Yeah. So what I mean though is like I mean that the Nike really like without, doesn't make without the the strap thing or the zipper, whatever the fuck yeah, it is on the side. Nike doesn't really make or hasn't traditionally made shoes that are like that, like a fashion shoe. Like they've made shoes that like now with the off white and stuff, they're starting to do more collaborations like that. Yo, they got fake ones on DHgate. That's wild. Yo, bro, I cannot be connected to any of this. You, I, I don't know any, about any of this stuff. I'm just saying that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about any of this. I'm not ordering any of this stuff. Oh, no, um, I actually, so uh, I really like Fear God, actually, the, the clothing brand. Um, and it, the guy actually started out as one of Kanye's, like, uh, sort of below Kanye, Jerry Lorenzen. Mm-hmm. But the Fear God stuff is really dope. They just put out a new collection in PacSun, and it's like an essentials. Mm-hmm. But it's like, t-shirts but they're more of the higher quality ones so they're like $40 but they're like the, the uh, quality on them is so good it's like a t-shirt that you know you're going to be able to wash a bunch of times but it still has that same feel from the first time mm. they're like heavy duty and a lot of it is like a little that's bit that's a rarity nowadays man yeah a little, a lot of it's I'm a afraid little... to wash my shit because I'm like fuck this ain't yeah, never going to fit the same again man. and a lot of it's like a nice oversized so it's like you can wear like that shirt underneath something and put a nice coat over mm-hmm. it and it would look really clean yeah. okay there's also a really good interview with him on Complex with him and John Mayer where they, they were both alcoholics and they talk about kicking alcoholism and it's a really good one that you guys should check out or people listening to this should check out. Interesting. Okay, so uh, real quick, do we just want to touch on what we're putting on our the playlist or should we just talk about what the playlist is? 
Yeah, so, uh, I feel like you should. Yeah, I guess we're just, so we decided to put together like a, a list of songs that we enjoyed or kind of flew under the radar over the last year. And we'll, I guess we'll just put it out on different places. I have an Apple Play or music subscription. Do you guys have anything like a Spotify? Um, I'm pretty sure that there's a, there's a app that kind of ties it all together for playlists. Oh, okay. So we can, yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll, We'll plug that shit. It'll be in the description. Yeah, <laughs> in the description. But in I put um, yeah. oh, I put a lot of random stuff on there. Like I put there's a weekend song. There's I think you oh my shit's really random too. Mine's is kind of random. Um, the more that we're talking though, I think I might only put three of the songs on there. Oh, I have like ten. So yeah, uh, let me see real fast. I have uh one two three four five six songs, but one two three four. I think I'm gonna put four of them on there. Okay, well I'm putting all ten of mine on there, but uh, yeah, do what you it's just do. like a bunch of random people. Like I put Georgia Smith, um, G Herbo's on there, Blacks on there, mm-hmm. um, Little Baby. There's actually a really dope song. Do you know who? I, I'm gonna butcher this name, but Kate Trinada, Kate Trinadets. No, it's like a producer, but he has this really dope song called "Nothing Like You" with uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, it's really sick. So I'm put that on there. But I was yeah. looking forward to yours because I know how you kind of deep dive and kind of yeah. get more underground feel. I feel like I have more mainstream artists whose records went under. Like the Ty Dollar Signs. And the- yeah, like Ty, even Push has one, French has one that I have on here. Black. Oh, I'm interested to hear those ones. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's how mine is. I got a Nipsey one on here. This guy's got God's playing on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice for what? <laughs>